What makes a life a good one? Is it the adventure you have? Or the friends you find along the way? Maybe it's pursuing your passion while striving to protect, defend, and save what you believe in every single day. So what makes a life a good one? In the Coast Guard, we think it's all of the above and more. But you'll have to find out for yourself. Visit GoCoastGuard.com to learn more. Friends, family, and loved ones, I bet you haven't purchased a Father's Day gift yet. Now, have you? Not to fear. The leaders in below-the-waist grooming are here. And I'm talking about my friends at Manscaped. They're saving the day yet again with a total package for the father figure in your life this year. Have him join the 8 million men worldwide who trust Manscaped and get 20% off in free shipping with the code Bubba at Manscaped.com. Let's start with the ultimate Father's Day MVP, the Performance Package 4.0. In this package, you're going to find the signature Lawnmower 4.0 trimmer, brand new Weed Whacker 2.0, ear and nose trimmer, crop reviver toner, performance boxer briefs, and a travel bag to hold all the goodies. And you can't forget my favorite. It's the moneymaker. Manscaped has changed the game with the brand new Beard Hedger Pro Kit for fathers all around the world. If his grooming routine is already dialed in, make sure you hook him up with Manscaped Boxers 2.0. These are without a doubt the best boxers for men all ages. Get 20% off in free shipping at manscaped.com. Promo code Bubba. That's 20% off and free shipping at manscaped.com. Promo Bubba. Make this Father's Day one he won't forget with Manscaped. This is Hulk Hogan, brother, and you're listening to the best of the Bubba the Love Sponge show. How can I be Chad's favorite show if Chad hangs up? Uh, let me answer the question. It almost sounds like a nursery rhyme. How can uh, how can I be fa- Chad's favorite show if little Chad hangs up, Lummy, and I can't do an interview with him? I, I don't know. Maybe pick up the phone on line one. Oh, it's not. Uh, no, Chad, Chad and Brantley, the purveyors. Oh, oh, I can turn on Jay, too. Hello, Jay. How are you, my friend? I'm well. Good morning. Me and Dan did a little biking on Saturday. I saw that. He's he a is beast, a, isn't he? He is. A, I wish I could say the F word right now. He is. A, I got so much mad respect for him. I I was tr- that bitch can ride a regular ten speed or whatever the hell he's got road bike as ten fast. speed he's got I a mean, Schwinn ten yeah, speed that, that's what I was calling it his ten thousand dollar ten speed I'm like bring your ten thousand dollar ten speed let's see if you can keep up and he's got full blown human power I got an electric Willie I can average about twenty two I'm thinking I can average twenty two twenty three there's no way a guy could do twenty two miles on a regular you know ten speed. Well, that, that bitch is, I, I, I can't even believe it. Your your suggestion for him not to bring his mountain bike was the best suggestion because he's put literally thousands of miles on that bike. You know, he did a triathlon where the, the riding part was 112 miles he, in I, one race. I, the only way I could have beat him is if I put mine in the top gear, and that's not even fair. He's a machine. Yeah, I can't ride as fast as Dan. I don't, Dan, you're a. You're, I mean, amazing. That's when you can okay. tell amazing. he's super athletic, especially for his age. Just when I mean, you want to just you know, think he, that Dan's he could a put, douche. Put him on a cycle, a, a bicycle with a 25-year-old, and he's going to hang pretty darn just, good. Just when you want to finally find something that he cannot do that good or that he over-talked about it, 
like I told him on Saturday, I go, you know what? You're like Dion because you brag and then you bra- you back it up. Yeah. <laughs> it's not <laughs> bragging. It's just kind of boasting when you I'm, can do it. I'm like, so when we were talking, when we were talking about Dan and being able to keep up, I'm like, I, I told the merch crick, there is no way. There's no way. <laughs> yes, Daddy. There's no way. He's like, I'm going to get some good live FaceTime content. And he did it. He did it. I can't believe God it. God dang, Dan. The when he told the me the route down. he took, I mean, all the way to the end of Courtney Campbell Causeway, 22, 22 miles, miles. With, with a little pickleball on the backside. That's yeah, we'll killer. talk about that. Is this that Chad fun. Brantley? Yep. Hey, why, why'd, you guys, why'd you guys hang up? Man, we lost you. I looked down. I'm talking to Brantley, and I looked down at my phone, and I was like, uh-oh. First of all, let's, uh, first, by the way, this is Chad. We don't even have to talk to Brantley. We can hang up on him. If he, does, he doesn't oh, know anything. Shame. Like, he doesn't even know anything about this show. You were having to tell him how cool the show was. So don't let that Johnny come lately. Just try to get up on your, uh, up on your, on you. I mean, Chad, you're the one that is uh, the person I want to talk to, not Brantley. Brantley wanted to listen to, who was his favorite guy? I forget. Brantley, who did you say was your must listen to? Well, I love Conan O'Brien, Bubba. And I agree oh, totally. Conan O'Brien. <laughs> I told Chad this. I said, Bubba doesn't want to talk to me, man. No. <laughs> and I'm honored to be talking to you, Bubba. Well, thank really you. Am, so thank but, you. But Chad's the star of the show. Let's just be honest, okay? <laughs> I mean, I mean, you're a pretty good host, Brantley, but Chad's country bumpkin, and then that chick that he's rolling around with, that's what's taking everybody to the dance. Come on, let's be honest with each other. Absolutely agree. Absolutely agree. Chad, who is, Chad who is that chick that you were with at the ball game? Oh, that's my fiance. That's oh, Amanda. Man. My lord, that's above the rim action right there all day. <laughs> Telling you that right now. Don't. Well, I came in and hit you with that hot chick Willie on the on the back. Oh, she was she was she was uh, uh, unbelievable. Great selection. So anyway, great selection. Um, let me just give everybody just a little what we're talking about here. That just shows you how unconventional our show is because you know usually we would have a big time star like Tony Mandridge or Brett Favre or something. But we even have guys like Chad and Brantley who are not stars, but are trying to do the best they can, putting together some content. Chad is a fan of the show, and some orga- by some organic measure, <laughs> I was on YouTube or something. I think somebody sent me a link. And you said like, someone sent it to you. So, yeah, somebody sent me a link somehow and be like, hey, this dude right here has got a podcast, a, a, kind of a small podcast nonetheless, but he could have picked a million people as to who his favorite radio guy was, and he picked you. And it's really refreshing because usually everybody's telling you how much you suck and, you know, how much you've changed and you've lost it all and you're a fat ass and, you've, you know, you're a loser. And, and, you know, and to have, like, some regular dude that just organically knows about the show and then more will talk about it on his little show, it just really took me back. And especially... You know a lot. Well, and here's the thing. Uh, so I'm just going to play the little 25-second clip. I wish I had the other clip, but Lummy lost it because he's stupid. <laughs> but this is the clip that got my attention nonetheless. Hold on. This dude's great. Like, he's just talking. You know, he's got crazy guests on. Great friends with Hulk Hogan. Then this radio war started happening between the afternoon guy, Bubba. He let Hulk Hogan have sex with his wife, and it was recorded. And then the dude in the afternoon stole that information and then published it. And that was that Hulk Hogan sex tape. So Hulk Hogan ends up making $100 million. Bubba gets run out of the radio. I mean, dude, and, I like and, him already. And Jay. I like to say radio. Jay, you're my lawyer and you're my lawyer yep. during all that. And this guy, this guy is one of the very few that really gets it. Well, he summed it up in 35 seconds. Yeah, I mean, I should have hired you, Chad, to be my lawyer, because, I mean, you summed it up in 35 seconds. Can we use that as the PR statement? Look, but, Absolutely. 
And so I and I've been up and I get ribbed about it a lot. Like a lot of the fans and everybody's like, oh, God, here's Bubba talking about, you know, yeah, we got it. But to hear somebody on it actually do comprehend what I've been trying to say. Right. I don't make you feel validated. He gets it. Yeah. It, so, Chad, I was just like so taken back that I that I am your favorite show and you guys were talking about it on your on your podcast deal. And I don't know. I just kind of turned like into a little fanboy. I turned into a Chad fanboy, like a little. Bit. How many times did you watch that clip, Bubba? Oh, I, I <laughs> oh say it again. I'm, I will it's tell you repeat. So, so many times that I can tell you Chad's flat tops on fleek. I'll tell you that right now. <laughs> I'm just. Uh, I mean, so much that I'm following him on my Twitter. What are your favorite ones? Oh yeah, 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 yeah. for me, this is a little. Oh, oh, this is the whole thing, and it's entire. Chad, you're gonna love this. <laughs> and listen. So, I mean, I've become such a fanboy for this guy that I follow him on Twitter, and I knew he took his hot fiance to the ball game on Saturday. So, I'm talking Carney to you, though. He yeah. knows your language too. So, listen, Jay. This is this is the this is the entire clip right here. Listen to this. Different, right? So, uh, this is more of a radio personality, but he got driven to Twitch and YouTube because of his outlandish behavior. I should I shouldn't say behavior. I should say like the things that he was involved with are so crazy. Like it was too much for radio. And so this is a guy named Bubba that loves fun. <laughs> I need, I need to hire this guy for an agent. He's like, no. this guy's too much for radio. <laughs> and he's down in Tampa and he's from what I think, uh, Warsaw, Indiana, originally he spent time with Howard Stern on that show and okay. you know, kind of learned under Howard, became really good friends with Howard Stern. And, but he moved to Tampa. You know, he's a shock jock, right? So everything he did yeah. is really. But he's such a dude. I should hire this guy to sing to sing a country and western song about yeah. my show. Oh, he could you write a saying? song about you right now. <clears throat> yeah, I mean, just just this Live five this five minute and sixteen. Said just put a little honky tonk music behind it. It'd be a hit. Dude. But he was always pressing everything. So I moved to Tampa in two thousand eleven. So when I got there, he was on in the mornings. Huh. And it was phenomenal. I was like, this dude's great. Like, he's just talking, you know, he's got So he was right in the middle of the radio work. Oh, yeah. This guy, he was right in the middle of the whole this, MJ thing. This Chad character, he's oh. got it all down, man. He really does. Good, great friends with Hulk Hogan. And he's just out there doing crazy stuff. And then there was this guy in the afternoon named Mike Calta. They called him Cowhead. And it was like, man, I, I love this Tampa radio from morning drive to afternoon drive. Yeah, I mean, until Kelter turned into a dick, man, they had two big, big, huge shows. Like, why would you change it? It's idiots. Hold it's on. Great. But then this radio war started happening between the afternoon guy and Bubba. And Bubba, like, had somehow, like, in his... Uh, video footage in his house listen 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 chad tries to get through this listen <laughs> he let hulk hogan have sex with his wife i guess i know and it was recorded and then the dude in the afternoon stole that so stop it right there he didn't say anything <laughs> accusational about anything there that was like as artfully worded just I so know. you know from a lawyer a plus, buddy. Yeah. yeah. I mean, it was so, I mean, you it was know, unbelievable. It's like he knew he was going to come on the show. <laughs> it's unbelievable. <laughs> man, I don't know, man. This guy is the best. I love this guy. Hold on. And then published it. That was that Hulk Hogan sex tape. And so Hulk Hogan ends up making. See, this, and Jay, this is the story that I wish the public knew. He just summarized the whole thing. And I know. So that was the Hulk Hogan sex tape. Yeah. So he just like summed up the whole thing in 30 seconds. Awesome. $100 million. Bubba gets run out of the radio, like, because. They thought he did it. And it's like, come to find out, it took like two years to investigate this. It was the afternoon guy. But the afternoon guy got the morning job. 
took over and then Bubba like doubled down and got another show and then got found guilty like tampering with like Nielsen ratings. <laughs> <laughs> Poor guy, you know. Poor this guy. guy he, poor he, he, it's hard to defend yeah, you. But this poor guy, like you know, he he was trying to soften that. Really soften that poor, yeah, he was trying to like you know. Come on now, fellas. I got to tell you the truth a little bit now. Come yeah. on, now. he's kind of a piece of crap. Hold on. He was paying a guy to <laughs> to listen to the show more. <laughs> And like they ran him completely out of radio, man. Which is for Drew. Well, this guy's so got it. Hold on. And it was like, I feel terrible for the cat. You know what I mean? It was because he's such a dude's dude. And his show is so good and he's so intriguing. It's like the guy you want to root for. And you're like, but I had to find him on Twitch in the weirdest places, you know, to like listen to him. <laughs> but now he's back on radio. I listened to him on Florida Man Radio, and there's multiple. There's got Tampa, I think there's Orlando, there's Fort Walton, and luckily I can listen to 103.1 in Fort Walton. I can hear Bubba every morning. Hell yeah. Hi. So he's building back. But, dude, he is like, I mean, like I said, Hulk got $100 million, Bubba got ran out of radio. and <laughs> That's, that's it. <laughs> he lost everything. That's it. But, dude, you can't help but love this guy. You know what I mean? He's just so entertaining. He's so good. He's so real. But dude, he can't get out of him. You know, he can't get out of his own way. <laughs> also true. Also true. It's true. I mean, Chad He's really gets channeling it. Tom Bean there. <laughs> My God. You know, what I mean, so it makes you relate with him. Like sometimes you think, like how close in life you come to, like everything. Oh gosh, everything could just fall apart. And like, look at Brantley. Brantley's completely like, man, whatever. This guy sounds stupid. <laughs> he does it on radio, but you got to listen to him and you got to search him out. A Hold little. on, then dumbass Brantley comes up with talk about complete opposites. Conan O'Brien. Could I be any more opposite? Like, no. I mean, Con that just shows you who's tough Polar and who's opposite. a little bit soft. Chad, see, he's a country guy out there. He's tough. He he's a real Brantley. Meanwhile, he kind of is like the Conan O'Brien softer kind of deal. Is kind of what I'm thinking. <laughs> now Bradley's old Cajun, you know he's 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 a good dude. He he appreciates a lot, and he's listened to this, and I've 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 turned him on to you, and he's listened. Yeah, to I mean, but Brantley, you got to admit, like our show is completely different than Conan O'Brien. Oh, absolutely, but in a good way, man. No, I am a I have I'm a fan now, Bubba. <laughs> don't don't think that I am not. I absolutely love what you're doing. I love the rawness of it, man. That's what. That's what I just love. It's so raw, unscripted. You're ready to rock anything. Man, you know, Steve's idea of, 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 of paying people organically to call us really is going to end up working out well for us. <laughs> make, sure, make sure Steve gets that check to you guys, fellas. This was all his idea. Envelope. <laughs> new, no check. New, new mark. Papa, they've got this new marketing idea. I'm going to pay these two honky-tonk guys to start listening to your show. You call them live. They put you over. We'll send you a few hundred bucks, okay? Exactly. Hold on here. Hold on. Hold on. I got to get back to Chad. Hold on, Brantley. Stand by. Hey, Brantley, you're a short timer. You shouldn't even be on the air. Only Chad should be on the air, but we'll let you stand by. Hold on. He loves you. Howard Stern, I mean, has been to like two weddings in his life. One of them was both. Look at Chad's got it, man. He really knows. Chad, I love you. I'm such a mark for Chad. I really am. He's only been here since 2011. He knows your life since Warsaw. He's not even here anymore. He's in Fort Walton now. He's long gone. When did you leave Tampa, Chad? I moved there. I what, 2013. So yeah. just two oh years. He was only here for two years. Oh. Yeah, oh. two yeah. pieces of artwork hanging on his wall, and one of them was Bubba's. He painted a, <laughs> a, 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 you know, an abstract art for him. So, I mean, the cat is highly talented. He's just self-destructive. <laughs> <laughs> also true. <laughs>
Oh, uh, hold on. Let me play the hold on. Let me go. <laughs> you know what I mean? But I still like him. I actually like him because of those reasons. So to me, he's like my number one guy that I'd seek out. Like if, if tomorrow he ended up back in obscurity, you know, and I had to find him on some weird <laughs> channel, I'm going to listen to it. That's still. awesome. <laughs> so that right that's there. my number one guy in, in the radio business. And drinking a Miller Lite. Drinking a Miller Lite. Not a Bud Light. Yep. No, nope. no, no. Hell no. Not a Bud Light. <laughs> Entertainment industry of putting out content. It's Bubba Love Sponge. You had sent me uh, some of that Bubba Love Sponge stuff before, and and to- told me a little. Here's Brantley in his blue room. Bit about Let's him. Hear it. Checked him out. Dude is nuts. <laughs> you know, no two ways about it. But very entertaining. Sharp as a tack, like you say. Just, I mean, that dude's he he's everywhere. So absolutely, I I could get I could get more. Yeah, into- make sure Steve gets that money right out to him. These guys are killing it. What we told him exactly what to do. Are they not? Heard <laughs> <laughs> that? Yeah. No, he's uh he's you know he's oddly entertaining and he's oddly addictive uh i would highly encourage anybody who has a death wish and wants to hear some crazy (laughs) crazy stuff i mean that in a good way like i mean if you just want to hear somebody's life and stories that have just derailed go to go to i mean your name's Bubba Love Sponge. Bubba the Love Sponge, or is Bubba it Bubba the Love? Sponge? Yeah, he's legally has changed his name to Bubba the Love Sponge. <laughs> it's, yeah, it's, it's real name. I think. By the way, I think uh, we'll be hiring Chad to be my new publicist and yeah, agent. New PR uh, guy, yeah, exactly. Once a week appearances. <laughs> so, 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 Chad, where do you, you got? You live in Fort Walton Beach. I'm actually over like in, in Freeport, Florida, which is just north of Santa Rosa Beach. Now, what do you what do you normally do for a living? So I'm in medical device sales, so I mean, Interesting. doctors like Dan would be great to deal with, man. Those, those are the cool cats that you deal with on a daily basis. They're not always that cool. Like, so, are you selling uh, hips? Are you selling knees? Are you what type of medical devices are you selling? Yeah, I work with a company called Cordis. So we do basically like vascular access and closure. We do stents and balloons so those arteries get clogged up. Our uncle helped them. invent the cardiac catheterization way That's back it. when. Yeah, my hey, my stepfather. I'm hey. If you know anything about medical devices, then you have. To, that's probably why you knew I was from Warsaw, Indiana, because it's the medical device capital of the world, isn't it? It's, yeah, they're, I, they're, Warsaw, they're Indiana. Like, Warsaw, Indiana is the orthopedic capital of the world. It's where really, like, yeah, it all is. All the joints are built there. All the knees, yeah, all the all the stuff. All the, really? oh, yeah, yeah. That's Zimmer, cool. Biomed, Depew, huh? yeah, yeah, exactly. Now, Brantley, what do you what do you do for a living? You're, are you out fishing for crawfish all day? What do you what do you what do you do? What do you do, uh, Brantley? I've got my white boots on. I'm getting shrimp all the time. Now, nah, man, I sell insurance. I'm, it's boring, man. Just I'm an insurance salesman. Sell it, that kind of stuff. And how did you two guys? How did you two guys come up with a podcast? Just have you been friends and you decided, man, technology has it where we can kind of zoom each other in. And talk about just, I mean, you guys talk about all types of various things, not just how cool my show is, but just, you know, life in general. And uh, how did you two figure this out? We were just talking, man, one night and, you know, just decided, hey, I want to do a podcast. I've been, yeah, we're coming out of COVID and podcasts are going crazy, but it's something that I've been wanting to do for a long time. And Chad and I were just visiting one night and over Zoom, actually, I said, you know what, we ought to record this. And then just see what happens, and so they just started doing that and putting it out, and 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 here we are on Bubba the Love Sponge show, which is flat out insane. Well, <laughs> we made it to this, but thank you. How many followers do you guys have? I think I have. Um, what do you guys got? One hundred and thirty subscribers on your YouTube channel? Yeah, one hundred thirty. 
something like that on YouTube. Yeah, we, so, don't, we don't have very many yet, but ho- hopefully we'll get a few more. Hey, good we're gonna, content grows. We're, hey, we're gonna we're mm-hmm. gonna keep promoting you, have you on from time to time, because you know, like yeah. as a special little project, you're like our little brothers, and you know we're the big, <laughs> we're, we're big timers, and you guys are just starting out. And rather than to be, you know, most big timers will big time the starter outers, and we want to help the starter outers, especially Chad being the encyclopedia Bubba that he mm-hmm. is. I love that guy. <laughs> Absolutely. I take but Bubba, I'll tell you, I mean, Brantley is the kind of the pimp in the box. He's the dang Wizard of Oz that puts all this together. I just show up my little shed in the backyard. I've, I've turned into a little studio. I know, I know the, that's I, super I, important. Chad, I know the brains behind the operation. I know you're my, you're like the lummy. You're, you know, you're like the lummy. <laughs> Brantley's, <laughs> now, hey, Brantley's Bubba. He keeps it going, and then you just lummy yourself in occasionally, look honky tonk. Hey, we've got a third co-host that comes in, and that's and that's Jr. the handler. Uh, and he is Justin Moore's tour manager, and so he doesn't. Well, we, hold on now. We're not familiar on. with Jr. the Handler now, are we, Lummy? Mm-hmm, we no. need to hear some J- Jr. Yeah. the Handler action. I like here. that name. Yeah. The, the Handler is legendary in country music. I mean, everybody knows Jr. He is he is the man. But he comes in and helps us out too. He's been he's just been kind of coming on and doing it. And the next thing we know, we, we've done probably eight or nine shows together. And so he's a he's a third. He's the trifecta there. And so we're. Well, we're still trying to figure this thing out. You know, we're just we're just having fun right now, looking to add guests to the show at some point. Uh, That's what so. you need. You got to get guests. And here's the deal, man. Don't be discouraged by slow growth. Just keep doing it. I, I mean, I know that neither one of you, you know, are relying on it for your major income because there's not a lot of money to it on the podcasting and the YouTube deal at first. Eventually, you could get it to be worth, you know, you can make two or three grand on it. You really could. Um, so don't give up and more importantly, consider it a hobby. And you guys are pretty, you guys are pretty, you know, formatically good and you guys work well off each other from what the shows that I've seen. And occasionally, well, we'll, you know, you have my, you have my number. I need to, I need to probably get, give you my number, Chad. I think did I text you my number or did I direct message you? I forget which one. I don't, I don't have it. You, you, you I'll get it to you. And I'm not. Social uh, media guy. No, no, but so. I'll I'll get you I'll I'll get you my number. We'll keep in touch and let's have you on from time to time. You and well, I forgot about Brantley. Yeah, Brantley. Oh, Brantley yes. Once a while. <laughs> and uh, all right, guys, listen, Bubba Army, go to the YouTube channel. It's it, it's it's Tig's bits. Is that what it's Lummy? Is that what it is yes. on the YouTube? Yes. Tig, Tig's bits, and then I'll take you to all the podcasting stuff and all that they do. And when's your guys' next show? We're recording it as we speak, Bubba. Uh, it's <laughs> Thursday. Oh, that's smart, Lummy. That They're going to use this yeah. as a show, Brilliant. and I give them full permission. So there you go. You got my full permission to use Thank this in you, any way, oh, shape, or form. Bubba. Yeah, it was, was going to be the pre-show about the show, and then after thoughts. You after guys the show. use whatever part of this stupid show you guys want. You guys use it, cut it up, whatever the hell you need, okay? Oh, what are you Thank talking you. about? And you're the Rocky Radio, man, so... I appreciate you having us on, man. And uh, we'll we'll keep in touch. And Chad, I'll text you today. Okay, guys. Sounds good, buddy. Appreciate you. All right. You. Thank you, guys. Thank you, Thank you. Bubba Army as well. Thank you, buddy. It's <laughs> not just so that was like cool. that was awesome. I, I mean, you know that ma- that made the, like their life. They were so excited. And, and here's the deal, man. Bubba Army, go go check their stuff out. Go sub. Yeah. Uh, they're just a couple dudes, man, and Chad, Chad, of which one of them really, really is Bubba Army. Like Chad. I mean, you know, I know Bentley's. Brantley, I know Brantley's. I know, I know, I know Brantley's Bubba Army. He started listening a week or two ago. But Chad, but that's that, what we want. We want new listeners. You kind of stock home oh, no, very no. quickly. Won't you hear oh, it? And I'm not saying anything bad about Brantley. Like, yeah. I'm, I'm so very appreciative. But Chad, that's super. He's a P1. That's super P1, is it not? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Oh, 
Thank you so much, Chad. Thank you. Thank you. Thank I mean, like, honest to God, you have no idea. Like, I, I almost, I know it wouldn't say almost cried, but I was just like. You were moved. I was very moved in the fact that, man, here's a dude that really does understand my plight. That's the thing. For years, you when you and I have private discussions, you always say, you know, no one, no one gets it. Everyone thinks I'm the scumbag here. No one understands it. And nobody she, really. Just summarize it as perfectly as anyone I've heard summarize. And it. most of the Bubble Army know it too. But to, to have a guy that's got a, a small little platform and tr- is trying to promote the show and gets the show mm-hmm. is, ref- is is cool. Is super cool. Thank yeah. you, thank you, Chad. Yeah, thank Danny, you, you got to get going. Uh, yes. and we'll put Jay in the big seat. So okay. stand by. Thanks for the info. Uncensored, unfiltered, and unfettered. It's Bubba the Love Sponge. Topic is immigration. And just here recently, not only in federal, federally is immigration a, a big hot button, but also on the state level. And so in our state, Florida, we like have even, we've made the immigration, the federal immigration uh, laws even stiffer. Right. That's that's the way it's I understand it. Correct. Like, you know, the the federal or the way the laws were prior in Florida to immigration are have been drastically changed to be far more up your ass, going to cause some problems. And it's scaring the migrant workers, Mm. all this additional paperwork that you're going to fill out and all these additional rules for employers. And it's scaring the immigrant workers and the immigrant workers are leaving Florida at an alarming pace. And and so we're like, well, are they really leaving? Well, then then I just had validation. My good friend Richard Fabrizi, one of my very best friends in the world, who owns the largest roofing company uh, and in this area, Handyman, Handyman Roofing. Like, it's the largest roofing company, residential roofing company in this area, by far, both counties, like everywhere. Yeah. Handyman Roofing. Um, the, he lost six full-blown roofing crews of migrant workers that left Friday to head to Pennsylvania. I guess they all look at the, I I don't know, maybe they collectively or somebody looks at the states that are most forgiving or most immigration friendly with how they want to be paid or treated or the, the paperwork they have to show to have a job, that Pennsylvania is the next best choice. So he lost six crews. And so let me... It's my understanding that what everybody's afraid of and why everybody is leaving Florida is that they now are making the, you know, if you're going to have migrant workers, there's an equation as to how many you can have. There's a co- additional couple electronic registration hoops you have to now jump through, not only as an employer, but as the migrant worker. Well, you just have to show that you're allowed to be here. And it's businesses that have more than 25 uh, employees have to do the E-Verify just to make sure that they are in the federal system. So a lot of these companies probably don't do the E-Verify deal. They just, you know, you show them some kind of flim-flam and paperwork and they let you work, right? Most likely. Yeah, yeah, they can get in trouble for uh, having a fake ID. And was this, and this law was, I think, did it go through and it was signed? Yes. And so it's like that's the way that it is for like from this like boom right now that's the way it is. Yes. And 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 a lot of people are 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 have left right now. Is it mostly because the Hispanics or the immigrants can't understand well, the, it, the additional paperwork, or they don't want to fill that, or they or they they know that they, they wouldn't qualify? 
That's, I think also it's a buzz. You know what I mean? Like there was a buzz when Trump was president not to come across the border because you're going to be turned away. And then there was a buzz that when Biden got elected, the border was open and all of a sudden the 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 migration across the border you know, intensified exponentially. And Title 42. Now, now the buzz is that it's not friendly for immigrants, no, illegal immigrants in America well, in no, Florida. But, but, the, but what they're hearing and the way it's being reported is that it's all immigrants. Well, right. it's just illegal immigrants, not legal immigrants. Right. Well, they want to make but it as inflammatory scares, as possible. But that scares yeah. the immigrants because right. they're easily scared. Right. Exactly. They are easily frightened. They're easily frightened. And they have two sources of news, just two, Telemundo and Univision. And they have <laughs> and they have such distorted reporting of the facts that they're being they're being lied to and manipulated as, as a monolithic group. So do you want to hear? And again, you know, this is open for discussion. But, you know, there's nobody who has a, a, a nobody else has come up with a, a system that has effectively made immigration not such a thing. I mean, immigration starts on the federal level, uh, you know, and, and that, that's that's a hot button right now, just even federally as to, you know, breaking up families. Do you let them in? They, you're supposed to. <clears throat> is there a quota of 30,000 a day? Uh, how many, you know, do, do you do you get a. Are we giving them entitlements? You know, mm-hmm. do, do, are they are they are we giving them entitlements and are they given court dates that are you know five years from now because the system is so backlogged that they're not, they're not going to show up in five years to 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 rightfully plead their case for political asylum? You know, as they have this temporary waiver because <clears throat> that's what we give them, right? We give them like a temporary work per- permit, and like we'll see you in three to five years, and we'll see you and yeah, and here's your court date. Well, I mean, please. And so, and then the other thing is, I mean, migrant workers probably, is, and they may be getting entitlements, but a lot of them are working illegally, Lummy, and they're not, they do not, you know, participate in the tax code. So they're taking yeah. and not giving. Right. I mean, so that it's, it's, it's very much, you know, a very unbalanced equation where you're letting somebody, you're giving somebody some money to come into your country that potentially is going to work. And not pay taxes. <laughs> like that is as bad as it gets, right? Yeah. And so I think this is what we, what, this is how immigration should go. Here's the Bubba plan. And you guys, I, I think you may find it brilliant. If you don't like it, tell me how stupid I am. I got a little, I, I've, breaking it, I've broken it down to into let them pay, let them in, let them work, let them buy. And that would be, to implement a $200 entry fee into the country, 200 bucks. I mean, I mean, I'm sorry, but say, go and work in your country until you got 200 extra dollars, 200 per person, or maybe, maybe it's 200 per person over 16. They're paying. Oh, go ahead. Bubba. They're paying. Yeah. No, no, no. They, what I'm they, saying is right now they're paying 2,500 to $10,000 Per person to get to America. I know. To the cartels. To the cartels. So we're we're taking 200 bucks. We're giving the cartels 10 grand. All right. Lollipop. Who cares? So (laughs) it's 200 a person at kids for free. (laughs) 212. It's like soup plantation. It's like, you know, it's like. Why uh, do we make ladies free? No, no, because women are going to work. Because with this, with the $200 entry, with the $200. 
uh, kids for free, adults only entry fee. You have to pay it two hundred per adult. We also are going to cut. We're going to do like a twenty or twenty two percent federal sales tax. Now, now at that point, there's no way for them not to participate in the tax and in, in, into into society and our and our tax code, and. And and it does it doesn't matter whether you work under the table or not. You still have to buy durable goods, and and you have some exempts on some categories of stuff like education doesn't have a sales tax, and maybe you know a, a medication, you know stuff like that. You have sales things that are exempt, but everything else, you know, Dan's nine thousand dollar ten speed, uh, and my, you know, I don't know. Let me your. Whatever you are, eight hundred dollar TVs. Yeah. Whatever. Everything's twenty two percent more. It's kind of like the census. He wants to do a twenty three percent. All right, twenty two, twenty three percent flat sales tax, and nobody. Listen, Mark Zuckerberg, Stephen Diaco, and every other rich guy you know that has you know ta- accountants that know that you can just knows how to you know how to hide money and to not hide money but to put money in certain places and use certain shelters in their benefits so that rich people for the most part don't pay as much of their tax as, you know, middle income to higher income people who don't have the benefits of, you know, uh, you know, very very expensive accountants who go and get their, you know, taxes done at H&R Block. Those guys, right? Just the average dude. A lot of people do their own taxes, right? It's yeah. e- it's easy enough, but not when you have all these things that you can tax deduct, then things start getting expensive accounting wise. And, you know, so the average person can't afford that, which means that the, the rich aren't paying their fair share of taxes. But, you know, a guy that buys a $60 million jet and he has a, a zillion dollar corporation and is, you know, Jeff Bezos or all these people, you, you know, Dan, at the end of the day, they, they they really probably get quite aggressive with their business taxes and things like that. I don't really know how much taxes that, you know, Facebook, Amazon, Google, the big fortune, you know, 50 guys really pay. I'm, you know, I don't know what kind of taxes they pay. But when you say their fair share, what is a fair share? What do you mean? Well, you just said when if they pay their fair 23% share of taxes. 23% of anything you buy. So if you want to buy a jet, number. it's it, it, well, I mean, whatever number it is. Yeah. Let's. Uh, let, I've seen Neil Borch used to say that it was twenty two percent. Pick a number. Just the problem, pick, the problem know, with have, the flat the, taxes. Hold Bubba, on. I, have the have the economists look at what you would need to have the tax for us to be take our budget and what it costs to run our country, right? <clears throat> and you could figure out what your budget is, and you could figure out what people buy, and you could probably rough in a percentage. Um, try to find that number, right? And I've heard that over the years, it's about 20 to 22%. Well, currently now what they're trying to do is 23%. People that know. The fair t- yeah, the fair tax would be 23%. So, Dan, the, the, to answer your question is, you know, <clears throat> the guy that doesn't buy a $60 million jet doesn't have to, but he's still rich, he doesn't really have to worry about it. He keeps more of his money because you keep all of your money. The fe- you don't have a federal income tax. There's no more federal income tax. It's just a flat sales tax on the things that you buy. That's the only thing you pay tax on. I mean, you sure you still have your property taxes for for you know land ownership and things like that. But you know, 
But you would replace sales tax and income tax with a value-added tax like Europe. No, you keep your sales tax. You keep your local sales tax. So we get 7% plus your 22%. Yeah. Now we're playing 30%. So yeah. there's no real advantage to... to so, no, there is a real advantage, you do, advantage to it because you, you have the ability to collect. The I mean, the businesses that are taking that additional 22% or whatever, they already are collecting taxes. You're 7%. So mm-hmm. they, they are in the custom of sending in... So and, now it's 30%. Well, no, if you have seven plus 22, 20, if you're 20, 23, yeah, so it's 30%. Sure. Which okay. is what 30% is what b- the baseline tax should be. If you take the upper income at 39%, right? Am I not right? Is that what the upper, is it 39%? It's 39 plus. Yeah. Okay. And the lower percent of the people that it's like 20. are, no, like I think it's 18 maybe. 18. Yeah, it's, it's close to 20. All yeah, right. So what, what's, what's in the middle? 30 30 30 and so that at that point people's uh again 30 30 and, and that's local and federal because you're going to pay your seven seven percent and there's some municipalities like in you know like there's some people it would in, cap off at 30 well i mean no no i mean people think people in new york you have no your, no, no no but what you're proposing no, it could be higher than that. He's saying Bubba's would, if he was president, it would be 23%. Let's say 23% national, and then whatever your local oh. and taxes. Yeah, whatever be, your local taxes as well. So if it's 730, if it's in New York. But, but hold on. Now the Im- immigrants cannot get away from that, can they? They buy food. They buy, you know, beer. They buy, you know, cars. They buy cell phones. They See? buy TVs. They buy trailers. They, you know. And your rent, your rent would be 23% more, too. Let's not forget that. Uh, they have to pay rent. I know uh, it's scary. It's, I mean, it's scary, but it's really not. You know, I would save so much. I would save, you know how much money I would save? Because I don't buy anything. I don't, I mean, I don't really buy anything. I don't really, I'm not really that extravagant. But Dan, on your, on your end, it'd kill you. I mean, you know, buying. Yeah, you don't want to discourage people from moving their money. Seven hundred and fifty thousand dollars Ferraris. You know, you're right. The the downside to that, Anna, might be people get afraid to spend altogether. Yeah, when you start holding on to your money, then then problems happen in the economy too. You know what? Then the rich people won't spend. Correct. And 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 the poor people can't spend. And the poor people. Yeah. Sorry, not to unravel your whole. Deal. Pretty much did though. Sorry. And, and I, again, Bubba, and, and you're talking gotta, and about. You know what, Anna? I got to sit here and take it because yeah. you're right. And Bubba, you know, again, you were talking about charging them two hundred dollars when they're paying the cartel ten grand to get here. Yeah. And so maybe parts, know, of, maybe parts of my idea was. Do you have my ideas? What? Here's my idea for immigration. You you secure all borders north and south, and you continue to secure the coastal borders. People that have overstayed their visa, you track them down and you kick them the F out. And anyone that's not supposed to be here, you kick them the F out. And then we start spending money on people that are supposed to be here and not a bunch of freebies for all these ungrateful, unhelpful burdens on our society. And by the way, if you didn't have five million illegal people that just flowed across the border over the last two and a half years, unemployment would be down to almost zero, and we'd be able to afford to pay a real wage to people picking strawberries instead of giving them four dollars an hour, and 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 really 
taking advantage of them like they are slaves. So to give people dignity, pay them the appropriate amount to do the appropriate job, prioritize America, prioritize citizens, prioritize our defense and our borders and our financial stability, and start putting America back where it's supposed to be as the dominant, most sophisticated, and most ethical country in the world. Because right now, we are an embarrassment to ourselves and to human beings. And the people running this country have not put in, have not put Americans as the priority for who they claim to be representing yeah, and, and protecting. Yeah, where's the patriotic music when you need it? Jesus. <laughs> I okay, I got it. <laughs> Let me solve but, but again. Sober, I mean, we got, we got, we got. We're more worried. We're more worried sober about offending point zero 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 one percent of another world, and we don't prioritize anything going on here. We are screwed if we continue in this direction. We cannot substantiate this, 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 this overwhelming flow of people into this country, of people that are uneducated, unsophisticated, unpatriotic. They're not producers. They're 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 consumers, but they're not consumers like going out and buying a lot of stuff, you know, from from retail. They're consumers by sucking off of all it's the more resources. Of a yeah, they're, they're parasitic. <laughs> I don't they're, want to call them that, but they but are. They yeah, are. Chill out, they man. Are. Get a job. All right. Good. <laughs> Can you shut up? Let me Throw down a shut up for Dan. Shut, oh, wow. shut up and chill out. Jesus God Almighty. Whoa. Chill out. You're really mad, aren't you? It's irritating, Baba. It's really irritating. And, and you know, we. Hold on. I just pulled his chain again. Oh, hey, yeah. let me. So, Sovereign <laughs> Records, 20 bucks on the PayPal. Thank you. No, I, I kind of share San, uh, Sans, uh, Dan's sentiments. I was on the Courtney Campbell yesterday coming home from brunch, and I saw two giant uh, F-250s, 350s, whatever, with, like, giant Amer- uh, Mexican flags. Not an, an American and Mexican flag, just a Mexican flag waving in the wind. And I was so outraged, I can't even tell you. I was just like, are Why? you kidding me? You leave this horrific, corrupt country to come here and wave that flag? Get the hell out of here now! Well, and that's coming from an immigrant. That was all during their protest of uh, the illegal immigrant thing. They were waving all the flags they came from. Wait, what? The illegal immigrant protest this weekend. Oh, is that what... Uh, they're that protesting was? that they're here. Yes. What are yeah, they it's protesting? A work stoppage. Yeah, the protesting with just, the Ron DeSantis thing. Yep, they're so just leaving. Stop well, who cares? Go home. Well, who cares until all these construction projects take two, three more years? Okay. No, the, well, there's I still mean, construction guys that are here legally. Okay. So I the, mean, what, what what are we gonna do? The illegal people are protesting the fact that we're calling them illegal people and saying that they actually should be working under real guidance and real supervision. But no, 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 no. We're the, we're the bad people for saying that the people that aren't supposed to be here aren't Man, supposed to how, be here. That's how woke we've become. That oh, we let yeah. the bad we're not guy making re- enough accommodations <laughs> for them. Hold yeah. on, we've become so After woke we let them in that and- we let people reverse the heat. Yeah, we let the we let the, we let the people reverse the heat on us. Yeah. Man, what a bunch of pussies. I know. We are so woke, and so that's why you know why Dan. I don't. That's why I don't even get all riled up about it because I'm like, man, we're so we are so far gone. There's no saving us. 
There's no one guy that's going. There was, and they just castrated him and took his legs out. I know. And, and, and lied the entire time about it. So I'm just saying. The entire time. And, you know what? They got 900 about, counts wh- on that wh- guy. Wh- that guy wh- ain't going nowhere. So wait, 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 wait. Why is no one pissed off that the CIA killed JFK? Why is nobody pissed <laughs> off that Obama, Biden, and Clinton. and and Clinton, Hillary. Hillary Clinton, set up a false narrative and set up Trump from the day he started running throughout his entire presidency? How come no one's mad about Comey and Clapper and all those people specifically targeting innocent people, creating a false narrative and destroying their lives? Why is no one upset about the fact that we're sending billions and billions of dollars to Ukraine, but we can't control our own goddamn border? His tools are a scalpel, saline, and silicone. Am I here for a physical? Because I'm going to need a few cocktails before I start coughing for you fellas. Let's talk to the greatest plastic surgeon known to man. I'm a great source of this information. Dr. Dan Diaco. <laughs> no I one's like, pissed. I like the other I'd one be better. pissed. Take that one out I'm of rotation. Pissed. I don't like that one. I'm pissed. I know you and are. No one's pissed. No one's, where's the I, outrage? I'm hold on. Because you don't hold see on. it. I'm mad too, but it's just like I'm a, I'm a realist where I'm like, man. We, we're over. It's over, man. It's over. They don't talk about it, Dr. Dan. That's why. It's over. <laughs> why bother with broadcasting excellence when you can have broadcasting decades instead? <laughs> the Bubba the Love Sponge Show. Welcome, everybody. It's the Bubba the Love Sponge Show. Tuesday, January 6th, 2022. Or 2023. Three. Why no. the sigh? No, I'm not sighing. I'm not You're sighing. Like, <sighs> you okay? Um, no, I'm fine. I'm fine. Uh-oh. Uh-oh. No, no, no. I'm fine. Like, hey, hey, that's, that's, that's what you said. That's what your fine. girlfriend says right before she no, dumps no, you. I'm just... I'm fine. <laughs> I'm not... I, no, 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 no. I'm not fine. I mean, I'm, no, no. Hold on. Wait. I am fine. I am fine. <sighs> but I don't have... I don't have... Any type of issue. I mean, like my life, I might is bitch, one big I, issue. I, I might just be bitch. I might bitch and moan here and there, but realistically, I got it pretty damn good. I was just thinking this morning, like, like when we get done doing the on the air, Anna, we have you know we have probably another couple hours of stuff that we have to do, maybe digitally, electronically, uh, for the show. Mm-hmm. So it equals out to about you know. Seven, eight hours, which is, you know, cool, but not really too much there after. Mm-mm. But Dan, and, and you can, like, on a, by, by afternoon, you can do whatever you want. I mean, like, you know, by oh, certainly. two, three o'clock, mm-hmm. I mean, you know, the world's yours. Yep. And, I, Lummy, your world's a little bit different. The fact that, you you know, you're juggling a, a nearly two-year-old. Yeah. And, the, and then, me, you know, you and I, you're, you're so worried about me at all times that, you know... You, you can't even really relax. You're just always worried about me. In case you uh, text or call. I mean, like, you're Oof. just, you know, you can't even really enjoy life because you're just nervous about me at all times. <laughs> yes, that is 100%. Right. So I can't even know about your world. But Dan, I was thinking, Dan leaves here. Then he has to Ferrari it either over to the office and start looking at people. Then, Or he has to Ferrari it over to the to the surgery center and do surgery. And, and then after that, after all of that... He uh, has to go. Well, he's uh, he goes to the law office uh, later in the afternoon. So I did that yesterday. And he's also a dad, a husband, a coach, a brother, and my boyfriend. Mm-hmm. I mean, so just think about, damn, Dan, how man. I had a daddy until ten o'clock last night. Wait, oh, uh oh, because hold on, because Conrad came over. No homework deal. Home- no, no, Conrad, go bye bye. 
Oh, they he did. I think so. Oh, now hold on, not literally, like not. No, I like. I, he's not like swimming with the fishes. You know, he didn't do that. It's, no, like it's not for, the problem. But I think it's going to be like a breakup. Yeah, oh, a soft breakup. Really? Yeah. They, soft. They, hold on, hold on, hold on. I don't so, want to talk about it too much. I don't want to hold about the soft launch. I, I don't want to hold talk about it too much either. But unfortunately, one of the mm, uh, uh, uncomfortable things about being on this show is that you know you have to be a little. You're, you're going to be a little transparent. You know, not all shows make their co-hosts, you know, like we can't, you Bleed know how their lives out well, on this. Yeah, on but the I mean, that's, but that's kind of, po- but I mean, I mean, right. I mean, it's honest. Isn't that kind of our thing? Yeah. It's strange it, when thousands of people know when I start my period. Yes. That's yeah, weird. Yeah, exactly. Hundreds of thousands of people know how weird you are. Know your hangups. <laughs> oh yeah. I mean like, and you know what? They like, ask me how Gus is doing. I'm like, like what? You, and, but here's the deal. Yeah, I know it's and, bizarre. And, and, and like everybody knows about Lummy's world and everybody knows about my world and we're starting, you know, we're. I mean, with the first people know Rhett likes big black girls. I mean, right? Although he he did switch it up and go vanilla this oh, yeah, time. Yeah, supposedly he's got a new one, and we kind of know a little bit about mm-hmm. that. And you know all about my drama that I'm having. You know, oddly enough, as I were as t- with my son and all of my and all of my you know nonsense and, and necessary. Bless. And oh, who's that? Dang it! You tricked me. Who did? He wanted me to say God bless, and so I did. Anna, you can under sneezing circumstances. Oh, that's right. Okay. It's just a reaction. I forgot. D- don't you? I, was, I thought I, he tricked I your, me. I had your back, sister, when Thank we were you. making the rules. You're right. I was like, you know, just reactionarily, she may just say it, and it's, you know, she doesn't even know what she's saying. She just says it. Like, that's not a true GB. Mm-hmm. That's true. <laughs> Only true. Yes. Yeah, exactly. So, uh, so Dan, you got to know that. Being on the show, we 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 pry open your life a little bit, and it sometimes it hurts, Dan. Sometimes you get heat for it, but you know that's just the cost of doing business. If you want to be a big time superstar like you are, you know, mm-hmm. I mean, Dan, you're our superstar. I mean, the, well, all I, the kids on hold on, all the kids on the team found out that you're on the radio, and they started listening, and then their parents started listening, donating like, it's money. Pretty, it's pretty cool day. I mean, you know, Dan, organically I mean, growing. I mean, it, this you being on the air certainly helps your brand and helps your ego, and is is really probably somewhat therapeutic for you. Not necessarily in that order, but you got your own T-shirt that you're. I mean, look. <laughs> Look, come on now. I, know. I mean, you can't tell me that. Yes, be- and because of the transparency, Dan, you build a cult-like following that will enable us to do things like merchandise and things like that. So, but with that, the scab of that or the hurtful part of that is sometimes we have to, look, you know, kind of talk about some stuff in your life that you probably rather not talk about. So, in order to be the transparent superstar that I've created. You know, please realize that we have to talk a little bit about this, just a little bit. And I want to be respectful about it because I don't want to get any heat from the family, both families, or Romina. So I want to be respectful about it, but but talk about it as much as we can respectfully. Okay. You know what I'm saying? Mm -hmm. So may I start with the first question? Yes, I guess. I mean, yeah. I mean, Dan. Dan, may she may she start? I guess. Sure. Um, (laughs) Who initiated it? Hold on, Dan. Hold on, Dan. Hold on. You're the one, when we were just going through how we were doing, you're the one that brought said subject matter up. So, right? Yeah. I mean, so, like, you, you can't get mad at us I'm not. for digging. I'm not. Right. Like, if you hadn't said a word, we wouldn't know nothing. Nope. Right? Mm-hmm. 
And you and you know Bubba well enough to know that he wouldn't just skirt over it. Yeah, <laughs> the parenting till ten. When you, yes. yeah, you knew that when you threw when you threw that Connor maybe bye bye that I just wasn't gonna go. Oh, well, let's oh shucks, let's go into commercials and talk about. I have no idea what we're gonna talk about. <laughs> I have no idea what we're gonna talk about next. As Dan just told me that there's trouble in paradise with a 15 and a 16 year old, one of which lives in his home respectfully. Yeah, and the line's fe- and, it, blood. and it's female. You know, we're and, and we've discussed this. We've nurtured this relationship a little bit on the air, have we not? I mean, you know, we have publicly talked about Conrad and and Sophia. We have. They're supposed to come onto the radio today. Yeah, it was. Oh, yeah, that was your. And by the way, that was, that their, was idea. their idea. Last week. So I don't want to. While I was he- planning this freaking New York trip. So hold on now. Uh, we can really go hard oh, in the paint now, Danny, and the fact that, you know what? I need to know why th- they canceled, you know, for today's appearance. So that being said, you're going to have to tell me. Okay. Like, they got themselves into this. If they didn't schedule themselves to be on my show and didn't break up the night before, well, then I wouldn't have anything to talk about now, right? Because exactly. they weren't supposed to be on my show. Mm-mm. Well, they're supposed to be here. Dan's telling me that uh, that, that that might... that. That appearance may not happen because of potentially a breakup last night. Yes. So now, were you as the dad? Were you dealing with a crying teenager? No, surprisingly not. Did she initiate it? No. Um, he wanted to. Dan meet did. Her. <laughs> <laughs> Dan did. Dan put Conrad, uh, Sophia him, himself, and Romina and the parents all on a group text and just said, "I want to let you know it's Dr. Dan here, and I'm calling this relationship off. It's over. Don't you two talk to each other at all, or Sophia, no, you get I, in trouble." I picked him up and, and had a drive with him and had uh, made him an offer he couldn't refuse. <laughs> oh no! No, hold on. No, no I didn't he's do kidding. that. So what happened was they he want, he dispatched Sophia to Clearwater Beach. Right, exactly. Like, are you kidding me? Hold on. So Romina, hold on, hold on. Oh yeah, there's so, there's some stuff we got to unpack yeah, there. Thank, thank you. Thank <laughs> you. Yeah, I was just in the middle of Madrid. That was not monster. clear at all. Yeah. So, <laughs> yeah. so yeah, Dan, we got to backfill a little bit. All right, okay. One, and let me just ask the questions here: Is he currently vacationing or hanging out in Clearwater Beach? His mom had to do something in that general vicinity yesterday. Right. But, and so he what, calls Sophia and says, come on over to Clearwater Beach with us? No, I want to talk to you. And they planned on talking like at sunset on Clearwater Beach, which is weird. Oh, hold on. I want to talk to you. So I want to talk to you means that there's been problems with mm-hmm. brewing. Mm-hmm. I mean, right? Mm-hmm. So... So why does he have to haul? Why did if you're gonna break up with me, or I'm gonna break up with you, why do I got to go to Clearwater Beach to do it? Yeah, that's like forty five minutes uh, to an hour. It was a fifty two minute drive for now, now, Romina. Can I? Can I, <laughs> I, I hold on, Danny? Can I ask? Is that? I mean, is that a question that you may have potentially asked? Well, oh, when, yeah. when Romina well, what, tells why? you, when, like, when you text, find out, takes a second. When, when, yeah, I don't want to. We're, we're done. <laughs> or just wait till you get back in town. Yeah. Yeah. Bye. So. He, oh, yeah, by the way, two families, you know, altering vacations because of these two kids. Right. By the way, you guys had plan. You had plans to maybe join oh, his family right. at, for like a Yankees oh, game no. on Saturday or Sunday. Well, that's going to be awkward. Right. It's gone. Families are getting in, you know, so you you two kids are dating and the families are, you know, starting to starting to kind of like each other and hang out and, you know, for for year two's little little puppy love relationship, we'll, we'll co-mingle a little bit to make it, you know, a little cooler. 
mm-hmm. for the whole deal. Mm-hmm. And uh, boom, boom, this break. Now, so did so, he, he break up with her? Well, you know, he's got a really busy summer. He's going to be out of town a lot. He's doing some camps, like, for a crew. He's going up to Annapolis. Um, she's going to be out of town for a little bit. They're both really, you know, kind of doing different things. And they say they want to stay be friends. And, and you know, there's there's no angst. There's no anger. There's no fight. Um, it's just sort of, uh, you know, he was just trying to be a really, like, he was so nice in his relationship. He's 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 nice in a breakup. Um, they still are talking about going to New York. Um, she still wants to be friends with him. I, you know, I, I had a couple of metaphors. I talked about, you know, tearing off a Band-Aid fast versus slowly. Um, I talked about how sometimes when I've broken up with girls, I just kind of want one more date with them just to sort of like, like let the... Yeah, well, Dan, shut up. That's why he can't. But, yeah, well, but she's a little Dan. Dan, she's a little Dan. Dan. She wasn't like the way you were at Gainesville and circa, you know, ninety, well, whatever the hell, running through sorority bitches. Well, and I, then I you go her, out with them one more time you, because you. Because, but I'm just saying, like that's her and her at her 15 year old little puppy love breakup is not the same as you and your game. <laughs> University of Florida experience, right? No, absolutely not. And. Uh, you know, I also told her that, you know, she's going to run through guys. She's going to break up with dozens of guys. Yeah. She's going to tell dozens of guys no, that no one marries the first girl that they meet unless oh. they live in rural Alabama. Yeah, what do you and, think I've been telling my son the entire time? <laughs> oh, he should have. <laughs> I mean, for real. Uh, you know, he should have gone back to the other one. Well, he but, just should be, you know what, he should be never, he, don't be tied down on one girl when you're 21 years old yeah, so. trying to be a pro racer. You just need to you just need to worry about yourself and go mm-hmm. city to city and look for some crickets. Because mm-hmm. oh, they so. are there, chirping yeah, away. Yeah. Johnny Lockdown when you're 21 years old. Stop, man. Are you an idiot? Mm-hmm. Are you an idiot? So did we just have to wait? Unless, you, unless you're rural Alabama, you're, then you're right. Then you marry your high school sweetheart. Other than that, man, right. you, there's on. a lot. There's a lot of trying on to do. Right? right. Yeah, you gotta go to the fitting room. You gotta yeah. try on that blouse. You just don't wear one jeans. shirt all your life. <laughs> no. Right? Hell no. <laughs> a lot target. of different things. So, so a good selection there. But, but you know, at the end of the day, listen. If I was to, if I was to be kind <laughs> of, op, you know, to throw maybe Conrad a little bit of a bone, as mad as everybody is at him right now. In the fact that rather than to break up to a breakup text electronically like 99% of maybe doing it face to face is a more manly, admirable Absolutely. thing. Like, like that's more yeah. like that's way more like being a gentleman mm-hmm. in the fact I, that, you know, hey, listen, you know what? I wanted to do it face to face and not just over some, you know, smartphone electronically just be words. I wanted you to see me and I wanted to tell you, you know, as a man face to face. That I think we should probably just be friends, take the summer off a little bit. You, you're traveling, I'm traveling, and we, uh, you know, yeah. Maybe that's maybe maybe I, we got it all wrong. That's the coolest guy in the whole room, right there. He is super nice. I mean, he was super nice during the whole you know relationship. They were always going to like nice places and doing nice things and not like sneaking around and like you know the back of the of no. the gymnasium or behind the bleachers, right? And so you know he's he's. The, the the separation is as sweet as the uh, bond, right. so it, it's it's hard to get upset. I'm not sure if I'm going to go to New York now. I'm going to let Sophia make the decision today, and then you know adjust my now, plans. Now you were supposed to go what the whole entire family to New York? Yeah, Friday to Sunday. Really? Mm-hmm. This upcoming weekend? Hold on, yeah. Danny. You know this how much like I, three days. How much I was going to cost? Whew, God, I can't imagine the cost. Oh. 
I can't. Anna, can you imagine? Oh, I can certainly imagine I mean, hold it. On. And, I mean, do you fly first class or the? I mean, do you guys fly like you know? No, damn, there's you got not. The, the five star four. accommodations down downtown Manhattan. Like where were you staying? We were stay. We were going to stay, and we still may stay at the uh, like the Hyatt Access. I think it's called. It's it's right uh, right it's in Times Square. Right oh, in okay. Times Square. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Oh. It wasn't super expensive. Well, Miami <laughs> rooms are way more hold expensive. On, hold on. It's not expensive for you. Yeah, but... I mean, it's not expensive. What, 800 a night? No, like four. Uh, yeah, but with one room? Yeah. You're, you're up. I'm piling like a black we're crayon. Oh, okay, whatever. Uh... You're not either. You know you have two adjoining the willies. Hell I would. Cause, I mean, no, no, Bubba. We're talking about a situation where she and he may be there. So I'm going to have separate rooms. So that's theoretically, theoretically, uh, who knows? No. <laughs> Under my thumb. Uh, all right, all right. Under my thumb. Saying, man, you and Ramina having your own room and the kids having their own room would be far more comfortable for me than to be all four piled in like some like some Jamaicans getting smuggled across the border. You know? It's just two nights, and I got a big room. And right, so, sure. For New York, it's, it's like 150 square feet. Yeah. So hold on. <laughs> now, if you can't, if you cancel, do you you know do you get some of that money back? Or I didn't a- lock in the hotel room for, but the the flights I got to deal with. So right. you know, JetBlue. I don't know how cool they are about refunds. They'll give you probably a, a voucher. Right. I got that. so many vouchers that I don't use. <laughs> Dan's got so many pe- vouchers from canceled flights that he can't even like. I can't hold find on, them. Hold on, I bet you they're expired. Yeah. I guarantee you because you only have a one year to use them. I know. You only have, yeah. So, so I last time you, Spirit dumped me, I got that. You know that flight, voucher. I, I didn't get nothing from that. I didn't wasn't wasn't able to use it. Um, American Airlines. I just had to cancel a flight to Miami from a couple weeks ago. I, I can't even find that thing. I have no idea how. All right, how you know what's going on. And then I got this now JetBlue four flights. So, Oof. you know, whatever. JetBlue, JetBlue so, so, they used to be three years. So, but hold on now. So, Dan, are you, so at this point, does she get back at, at just, she goes over there and they have this little discussion. And Ramina's just like waiting. Is Ramina just waiting in the car? Well, she's, she is waiting. Driving at, around. She's waiting. At, no. I mean, let's Trying not, to find a parking not spot. I think that she's, you know, got a 72 Pinto. She's got a 2024 Cadillac $156,000 Escalade. Yeah, but she's got like <laughs> parking garage phobia. Well, yeah, but it's also Clearwater Beach. It's a little busy yeah. right now. Yeah, I mean, yeah. so he dumps her off Especially on Pier 6. Do, do Pier 60. And, it's Pier 60. And then, hold it on. Pier 60. And then Romina's just supposed to drive around until, like, like, like she's said, to sell you a lot at the airport? I said go to the hotel. <laughs> go to one of the hotels. And exactly. So go to one of the hotels, Jesus. park your car, have a glass of wine, and see if you can spy on them. Oh, okay, okay. <laughs> so, uh, so, so. Right? That's how, the answer. How long does the, you know, ordeal last? 75 minutes. Oh, what? I know. An hour and 15 so minutes. So she circled Clearwater Beach for an hour and a half? <laughs> she ran, she I think she finally she, dumped the car someplace and then got out and was looking at him. So, I, you know, I, that wasn't the important after 15 minutes, of man. After 15 minutes, I am walking my fat ass out to the middle of the beach and saying, load up, buddy, or whatever, my son or my daughter. Get, let's done. Get yeah, done with you guys. I think they need wanted to, to watch the, the beautiful oh, sunset, Jesus. which didn't go down until about 8 30. So, you guys, oh my lost, guys have lost control. In a breakup? A Not pa- really. I know, it's weird. <laughs> Dan, I, thought, yeah. I thought you guys were good parents, man. Let these kids push you all around. Well, Come I, on, I, man. I sat home. And, and and you know whatever. Don't tell me whatever. nothing about what you did. So shine the light on seventy-five on my deal. minutes of poor Romina acting like she's an Uber on Mandalay Avenue. 
And so oh, she, the, hold on. it took her an hour to get there. Then she had to s- drive around for 75 minutes and then drive an hour back. Yeah. About so, 45 minutes home. Yeah. He should have given you some gas money. Jeez. So what time did you, did, did she, did, did she finally get home? Sophia and Romina. Nine forty. You and little Danny hanging out or what? Yeah. Okay. So nine forty. Mm-hmm. And there's who do you have now? Are you texting Romina during this time as to get a little bit of updates? Yes. Okay. And, and they so you're getting they updates. They weren't real. You know, they weren't real. You know, dramatic or informative or anything like that. And so um, did you? Ever, did you pick up the phone and call her? No, I did mm-hmm. not. I'm like, um, anything. She goes heading home. Well. They broke up, but they are in good terms. I have mixed feelings about going to New York. That's her? She said that's Romina. Yeah, bingo. If Romina has mixed feelings about going to New York, that's all you need on it to cancel the trip. Mm. See, if Romina was was still wanting to go to New York, then maybe you could get a little heat. But Mama's already called the trip off. No New York, buddy. Hold on a second. This, This Conrad kid couldn't wait one week. That doesn't make sense either. I know. I agree. Uh, why? I, why I right before you're going to go to New York? Uh, you nice kid. Yeah, uh, yeah you're right. Yeah, Jackass. Yeah, maybe, yeah, maybe his, parents, trip. his parents should have said something. To they him. own. They bought the tickets to the game too. So you know. Oh. Again, we may, who knows? That's no, bizarre. no. Screw them. Stiff them with the tickets. Make them go sell them on the streets. I smell <laughs> Danny investigates. Yeah, like Danny. Do not go to New York. You're not my boyfriend anymore. If you go to New York, oh, you no. bitch. I be am, a man and look, say Sophia we're not did, going to New York. Because, and then Dan, all. you already got double insulation Romina backing on this. Yeah, Nobody she's not sure what to do either. But so I'm, like thing. I'm saying, like if you were the bad guy calling the whole trip and everybody else wanted to go, but you got Romina backing, bitch. That's like you boss hog. Trips over. No more. Uh-uh. No trips for anybody. We're gonna enjoy this weekend. So well, say I'm gonna save ten grand. So, you know, the, the, I mean, let's, hold yeah, on, okay. Anna, let me go ahead and put it in those terms. I'm saving $10,000. I guarantee it's yeah, exactly what it costs. If you can salvage the, the tickets, then I probably wouldn't go. But if you can't, then I don't know. Yeah, just, I'm just saying, as soon as you get up there, man, taking out to dinner at five fifty, six hundred. And it's not like it's going to be hard for them to sell the Yankee tickets. I mean, they're playing yeah, the Red Sox. Exactly, Danny. You can probably make a profit one night, on you it. guys are going to go to dinner. You know, maybe I think his family's affluent, so one night he'll oh, pick yeah. up the tab, and next night then you got to pick up the tab. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. And that's what, like, how many people? Eight, I mean, four pluses, three or four. Yeah, so eight, eight Ugh, dinner for eight bucks all at long. Smith and Lewinsky's. Oh, or whatever place. more than that. Yeah. especially yeah. in Manhattan. Two grand. And they're wine drinkers, nah. right? Oh, they're big uh, yeah, wine they're drinkers. Oh, Christ. They're three, four hundred a bottle. Yeah. All right. Man, Atlantis part two, Dan. If I was you, Dan, I'd be sending Conrad a couple of hundo on the backside for helping me out on this one, Man. buddy. I'm so irritated. So anyway. So I don't know what to do. But the nice thing is that Sophia was like melancholy, but not like crying or anything. She wasn't, you know, she was, she was pretty stoic, I thought. Well, she's got your genes in. I mean, you know, she's uh, tough. Been a mess. She's tough. That's true. You've I've seen some of that. I've been all over myself. I've been all over myself. Dan and his breakups. My girlfriend. You, you, listen, you know what, man? I, I'm not trying to tell you. My 99th on you, girlfriend. But I have seen you break up. <laughs> I have before Romina. Before Romina, yeah. I watched you date about three or four different chicks. Before I know, I was a tough time from the breakup. And Dan was always man, just tore up. Yeah. They would bring it with you? Me and Jim. Just, no. It was circumstances. Whatever. Yeah. Mm. Let's just say that. There's just okay. circumstances. 
What, what's that? Uh, when people get divorced, irrevocable differences? Yeah, or whatever. irreconcilable differences. There it goes. Can, we, can, we, can we say that, Dan? Can yes. we say that? Irreconcilable and, differences. And, man, all of us, me, Steve, Jay, and Jimmy, we all had to gather the wagons around to try to keep Dan from not jumping off the bridge and just being an absolute basket Were there case. tears, Bubba? I, 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 I'm not going to say that about it. I'm not going to I'm not gonna call him. I get out. upset, though. I, was, I get really depressed over breakups. Yeah. So, you know. So I understand. You know, so I totally understand. She's melancholy, but she's not, like, hysterical. And it's her first boyfriend. You know, it was two and a half months. She, I think she still thinks there's, like, some hope. Yeah. Which is, you know, and, and maybe, futile. <laughs> I, just, I just can't believe, man, like, how, like, I don't want you to get mad at me or nothing. But, like, if he broke up with her. Thinking, man, dude, there's not a lot much about like that's pretty damn good. Like you, that's a pretty hot chick you got there. Yeah, I think he comes was, from a pretty he, damn good family. I don't know if you're gonna get better than this, my man. Yeah, but he wasn't. I don't think he was getting any nookie. So you can go find some nookie oh, in Hillsborough High. Anna, will you please, please validate that I did not say no? That. You did not. I would, and that, and any one shape, type, or form of I ever insinuated we were going in that direction? No, 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 no. Um, Why would you assume that? Did, uh, did s- he dated a senior or a seventeen-year-old already before? So yeah. you so, know, seventeen-year-olds uh, are giving Cheeto fingers to the world. So I see, and so fifteen-year-olds aren't. And and Sophia, Sophia, uh. and Sophia's been taught quite well. Mm-hmm. You know, like there's some girls from Pasco at fifteen that are kicked it out wide. You know what I'm mm-hmm. saying, right? Mm-hmm. But I mean, there's not ones on South Bay Shore. <laughs> right? You hope not. You dated I mean, a senior before her. A seventeen-year-old. Yeah. When he was fifteen or fourteen. Yeah, at fifteen. Oh, oh you know what? That's kind of a pimp. Listen, I, I, as shocking as shocking as what you said, sad. It's that's true though. That's the deal. That's what's that's going. Probably on. what it is. Yeah, I know. If but I was and, in that and, and nobody wants to talk about it. Like nobody no. wants. But that's what's going on. And and which that's is fine that, with me. That's what I was getting ready. Which I was getting ready to say. My daughter was too good. No, no, hold on. Which I was getting ready to say is like it's almost a testament to Sophia and how strong she is. And how strong-willed she is, and mm-hmm. how properly raised she is, and how she's actually listening to her parents. Because U.S. parents can say, "Listen, I don't want you being sexually active. I don't want you doing it. I, I mean, promise me you won't." Like you know, blah blah blah. And then they get in the heat of the moment, man. And you know, you, you, it's it's tough for all human beings to shut it down. You know, right when you when especially when you're yeah. going through puberty, you know, yeah, you're you just it. all these receptors are firing, and he's taught, and he's 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 goading you into maybe come on now if you really like me you'll really you know all the right every lie coming off his tongue because we're we're dudes right because we're guys and we know what we say we would say something like you know what i you don't really love me unless you would do this for me i I thought we loved each other yeah just some absolute bull crap paradise by the uh dashboard dashboard lights lights. we're just telling you exactly what you want to hear forever yeah yeah (laughs) it's all we're saying like we're just telling all we have we have such a raging uh, heart on that we like we just it takes over it it literally it takes over your incomplete your Brain. Yeah, yeah. You become an animal. You, you, you no longer are a human with civility no, and culture. No, you're, you're, you're like you're in the jungle. You become a lion. Yeah, and you just say. I was things. listening to a podcast, and this guy described like the male sex drive when they're adolescents and in their twenties, like this. Like you're driving, and there's like a three year old, and every two minutes, it's like, "Are we there yet? Can we have sex yet? Can we have sex yet? Are we there yet? Are we there yet?" Like every three minutes. Right. It's all you have on your mind. Yeah. 
And it, like when you're 14, 15 and your receptors are really firing, man, you're like, you're masturbating literally. 12 times a day. Not Maybe not. not tw- Lummy 12. Jesus. Skin off of it. Lummy 12. On, no wonder it's so I small. I was bored in summer. Yeah. It's not gr- it okay. growing. <laughs> it's like an old pencil. I mean, you took two inches off your penis just in teenage <laughs> masturbation. Yeah, it's like an old My pencil. My Lord, you would be seven inches had you not masturbated so much, buddy. Yeah, that's probably true. I'll whittle it down. So, I mean, no, but I mean, like when you're 14, 15, you're masturbating at least five, four to six times a day. When you first, when you go, when you're taking that morning shower, you get one and then, oh, I'm not going to go ahead and go through my get one please, routine yeah. at 14 years old, please. I might be a little problem. It's aggressive. So anyway, but that guy's going through this and he's dated older girls and he's, you know, he's. More experienced. More experienced and probably got some. And Sophia's like, uh-uh, that ain't happening. Maybe just some kissing and stuff. That's it. And he's just going crazy, right? Dan trying, thinking, using every one of his little games he thinks he can, you know, because he's smooth-ass Conrad, so he mm-hmm. got some game, right? Mm-hmm. Well, Taking Sophia, her to nicer so, dinners than I'm taking so for Mina. So, uh. Sophia Vazikowski, who, 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 who's our goalie, Lummy? Oh, Vazikowski? Yeah, nothing's, yeah, nothing's getting by her, buddy. She's a great goalie. Every one of his advances, she's blocking and did. And that frustrated him. And he wanted to, you know, go have the rest of the summer to go find that girl from Hillsboro High, like you said. Right. And, and so that the best thing that happened could have happened. For real. Did she feel relieved? She's still a little young, you know, to oh, be yeah. doing that kind of thing. And Am I relieved? Yeah. I mean, I, you know. As I am. I am relieved a little bit. I mean, I at least too. as a boyfriend, he was kind of, you know. So, yeah. so overly nice that he wasn't, you know. It was a great first experience. I told her, I'm like, listen, most guys aren't that nice. Right. So and this, most guys aren't that generous. And most guys aren't going to take you to that, those, uh, that nice of restaurants and, and do those nice things. It was things. a great first experience. It couldn't, you couldn't have planned it any better. He, she sweet. got treated like a, like a lady. Right. She went to some good restaurants and did some nice stuff. And then when it was time to progress into, you know, things, he, you know, he. Yeah, well. She said no. And he said, uh, I'm out. Which is not a big deal. Best, she's whatever. She got. She didn't want to be tied down all summer with him, having to check in. He's at camp. She's at camp. How you doing? Hell no. Just want to be able to do your own thing. So anyway, Dan, is it? Is, are you okay? Is the family oh, I'm okay? Fine. Is Romino, is Romino okay? I mean, she's okay. No, she's I mean, the New York everyone, keeper. Everyone was, you know, just disappointed that that we felt badly. I was really worried for what Sophia. Little, you know what? What did little Danny say? He had no nothing. He had no, he had no idea. I lost my fifteen, buddy. What's that? I lost my fifteen, buddy. I lost my fifteen, buddy. <laughs> <laughs> Let me put yourself down for a pop, buddy. Right. It's a sign. The end times are here. Ultra powerful hurricanes, tsunamis, massive earthquakes, and Bubba the Love Sponge. Sorry. <laughs> Lummy, that was pretty funny. Thank you, Bubba. He saved you a lot of money if you don't go. Will Wilson, 25 on the cash out. Thank you, Will Wilson. Yeah, Dan, sure wants to be... And then, and then you're going to miss most of... Then you're going to miss Monday's show. Why would I miss Monday's show? You told me you were going to miss Monday's show. Never said that. Never said that. Dan's got the red eye back. Oh, he's, there was a Monday... But, buddy, don't get fucking stiff with me, bitch. I'm not there was a Monday you. that you no, told no. me that Jay was going to come in early and you were going to have to leave early or something. No, it's Friday. Oh, this Friday. No, this is Friday. Yes, sir. Okay, so then there you go. There you go. Yeah, yeah. I was Monday. I was always planning on coming. Oh, okay. So okay, so you won't have to maybe miss the show Friday if you. Won't have to miss that on Friday. We'll see. Well, I almost fell over. Oh, no. <laughs> I knew the New York trip had caused 
some type of disruption in, in, in your service. It sort of just pressured, I guess, events to unfold, which I wish they had unfolded two weeks ago before I got fucking place. Or two weeks later. Yeah. Jesus Christ. Are you right? Yeah. What's wrong? I keep dropping my protein bar. Got better finger. He's mad. He wants to throw something. Lump. His, just hit Lummy, dude. Yeah, you hit me. Oh, oh my God. That was hard. I, I didn't expect you to actually hit me. Wow, that's... Ow! Man! He rolled over. <laughs> I thought you were going to give me like a little tap. Yeah. I meant to. I, I thought no, I got lost in the deep. black. No. I, I, he got lost hold in on. I, hold on. What is going on? I couldn't I couldn't judge him a distance. <laughs> you were closer than I thought. Hold on. <laughs> I meant to He's pull so upset he has some depth perception. Oh, <laughs> God, Dan. You are really a man. What's wrong with you? Sorry, Lum. That was Gordy Little Wolverine Bird. I mean, Dan, that was aggressive. Oh shit! It sounded louder than it was. It sounded louder than it was. Dan, that was like the sonic boom. That, that was <laughs> the sonic boom effect. That was that was wrong. You told me to do it. I, mean, I didn't really mean for it. How, how do I know? Uh, good thing you didn't try to do a fake punch in my face. We are the only show that can talk about nothing. The use of all Bubba-isms is prohibited without the express written consent of Bubba the Love Spot. This is not stage, it's not nothing, it's very scientific. It's not in a daily mood. Right, right, right. The Bubba the Love Sponge Show. Dan, maybe publicly a little apology to, to, to Lummy, maybe. A lot of people oh, aren't. Sorry, a lot of people uh, in terrestrial radio land and stuff that aren't privy to the hot mic probably don't understand what we're talking about right now. Would let me you like to describe what ha- how you were accosted, like you know, almost beat to beat just under go ahead, let me I was I was sitting here minding my own business, you know, doing some stuff on the computer and I heard you say, make joke, I make a joke. Right, uh, you heard me in a, in a joking fashion. And, yeah, Dan, you know, he's like, I want to hit something and you're like, Oh, just hit Lummy. That's a joke. Well, Next Dan, thing I know, Dan just goes, "I'm so mad." Yeah, like like he threw his headphones down or something, and Anna said, "Like, what? Are you okay?" And then I'm like, "Dan, are you okay?" And he's just like, "I'm just so frustrated and mad." And so then I just, like as a joke, said, "Hit Lummy." And I'm just over here, do 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 being Lummy, yeah. And next thing you know, I hear wheels coming over, and Dan just rears back and, and Dan, takes his knuckles right into my arm without me expecting it. Okay, well, so, I mean, okay, I mean, okay, uh, man. I never uh, thought Doctor Dan would do that to me. He he, he, he did nice, yeah. well, nice description again. too. How that went down. How to go? Say it again. He, that the guy that's doing the uh, the uh, Hindenburg. I'm just sitting over here, you know, do 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 do, do and I hear Doctor Dan just roll over, rears back, and hits me as hard as he can, and he has really bony knuckles. Yeah, and it, my heart just <laughs> it went numb for a second. It, 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 it had some bass on it. And, yeah. and, and, I mean, it did so it much. A deep thought. I heard. We heard it back here. <laughs> so, so much, I mean, it was so much that I can't see you guys, and I heard it. I'm like, Dan. I feel like I got kids here. I'm like Dan, scrambling at sixteen. Then he was like, "Well, Dan, you most, told me to hit him." You most, told and me hold to on, hit the him. guy, the most educated man in the world, a plastic surgeon, a lawyer, a doctor, a husband, a boyfriend. I mean, like everything. And he goes, "Will you t-? like Vinny Barbarino from Welcome Back, Carter?" Right? Like that's hey. the that's the intellect that he's showing by this reaction and his reaction where they're saying, "Oh my God, that one got it." I'm so sorry, let me. You know, oh my God. You know, he goes, "Well, you told me to." <laughs> well, in Dan's defense, there's been times where I've like quote hit Lummy, and you go, "That's not hard enough, dude, for all." Yeah. So you know. Yeah, I know. Again, you never know what you're Dan, gonna get Dan, with Dan's you. Dan's a grown man. <laughs> That's Dan's, also Dan's true. Dan's a grown man. 
And he should know that I want, I don't want, you know, at least with his intellect uh, level, should know that I really don't want him to hit him. And then two, if he did, he just got him in there and gave him a look, a little bro tap. I meant or to. Three, or three, <laughs> just, you know, whatever. Well, I'm not hitting Lummy. <clears throat> but no, Dan goes in like the savage that he is, tomahawk, to, like oh, yeah. practically, you know, hammer fist shoe. And using the momentum of the chair to come in with it too. This $400 shirt on. Mm-hmm. Son of a bitch. Really put his hips into it, too. That, yeah, I got my hips into it. <laughs> yeah, I, saw, I saw the rotation. <laughs> well, anyway, Dan hit, I, I Dan hit Lummy. distance. Dan, Dan because hit Lummy, and so Dan, at this time, you probably need to, as a man, you know. I'm sorry, Lummy. I misjudged the distance. The black shirt, I didn't know where your arm started, and the shirt stopped. It has so, your face on it. Yeah, but it was your arm I was looking at. I was looking at, also, I was a black arm, and it was The ring light, dark. the brightness of the ring light. I got disoriented. Lummy's response <laughs> is, the great Gatsby. We should just take the one-liners that come out of your whole lummy <laughs> and just have a, a special on that. Just just the little one-liners that come out of your little hole over there. Oh, lummy, some after-hours trading. My 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 Valparaiso buddy, fellow Hoosier, John Costica, a hundred bucks yesterday oh, in the middle of the afternoon, just because he's the man. PayPal, Venmo, Cash App. Uh, all at the Bubba Army. That's how we kind of do things. Unless you want to go over to Kick and get a subscription, you can do that too. T-shirt will twenty five on the Cash App. So uh, let me. I'm sorry. Thank you. And do I need to give you like a chest slap retaliation? What do you mean? Uh, oh, oh, you mean let let Lummy do something to you? Mm-hmm. Oh, no, I, 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 can't, I can't. Oh, I like that. that. See, that's 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 see, that's being a man right there. Trying to be just. Dan, Dan apologized, and then he said, "Lummy, if you want to lay one in on me, go ahead." And so, Lummy, be careful. Lummy. What do you mean? I can't, what do you mean? You can't. He's a doctor and a lawyer. I know, but yeah. I, he, if he messes up, no one's getting breast dog for a week. Let me, let me, do like a Ric Flair, like fifty percenter. Do you want me to, like you, you know, you spud it right? That's no, it. no. You don't want to spud. Don't him. spud him. No, but no, give no, him like a give him, spud give him like a Ric Flair, like oh. a like a Ric Flair upper right, you know, chest slap. You know, have him stick his chest out there and just give him like a kind of a Paul White. You know, half speed Willie. You mean you know. backhand or front hand? <clears throat> just poof. Like, you know, not backhand because that's harder to judge. Yeah. Just a straight front chop. Okay. A freak. And maybe cup your on hand. My bare chest? Um, hold on. Hold on. Yeah. Let me get my you, camera you out. Chest? I mean, sure. Doing I mean, this. I, I think. I, I, and I think. Is it a handprint deal? I think, we, I think <laughs> you deserve a handprint. And a handprint's hard, oh. but it's not going to, you know, it's not going to kill you. And let me not, now let me, don't, don't be a pussy and not leave a hand. Because he said, leave a hand, kid. Oh, he's so tan. Yeah, well, that should make it he's easy. Tan that should even make it easier for you to lay a, a, a nice print in there because he's not white. He's got a, very much a contrasting color here. <clears throat> so I, we got oh you got to put God. him in his chair so we can see so, it. Is that what it is? Like, back in the chair? Look at your monitors, Lummy. Okay, hold on a second. So they, we got the most I optimal. got a little delay. Okay, Lummy, don't. I do want to watch this as this is happening live here. <clears throat> hold on here. Now, Lummy, Lum, Lum. Lum lum, I'd first kind of like kind of gauge it, like I I just kind of would gauge it. Don't don't lay one in, just kind of like you know, how, you know how golf, yeah. you know how golfers do a how golfers do a practice swing. Oh Jesus! Yeah, hold on, let me know. No, no, yeah, yeah, like right there, but let me right. Oh God! Now Dan, oh Dan, he's he's, tr- he's pretending to punch your, his penis. You need to put your hands on. No, let me not yet. Uh, you need to put keep your hands on the armrests and keep your chin up. And just take it like a man. Okay. Okay, Lummy. At, at your leisure. Lummy, hold on. Lummy, let me stop. If it's not 
If you if it's not if I can't see a hand imprint, Lummy, then you take one. Oof. Then you take one it's from me line. from me as hard as I can. So you just got just enough to lay a hand imprint. He's your buddy. That, that, Woo! Let me see. That, that might not have been too bad. Is oh, there gonna be? Is there gonna be a handprint? It's red. Let me see. Oh, Let me see. Oh, I think every- my favorite spring cleaning takeaway is the post clean clarity you get when you're talking through Mint Mobile. I mean, I can't believe that I've been living some other life with all this scratchy mobile when I can get crystal clear and the best mobile through Mint Mobile. And I can do it all for $15 a month when you purchase a three month plan. I can afford this. How much have I been paying on my other plan? Probably getting gouged. But it's time to switch to Mint Mobile and get unlimited talk, text, and data for $15 a month. Say bye bye to your over priced wireless plan. I mean, I'm talking jaw-dropping monthly bills and unexpected overages. Say goodbye to all that nonsense. Mint Mobile is here to rescue you with a premium wireless plan starting at 15 bucks a month. All plans come with high-speed data and unlimited talk and text delivered on the largest 5G network. Use your own phone with any Mint Mobile plan and bring your phone number along with all your existing contacts. Ditch overpriced wireless with Mint Mobile's limited-time deal and get three months of premium wireless wireless service for 15 bucks a month. To get this new customer offer and your three-month unlimited wireless plan for just 15 bucks a month, go to mintmobile.com forward slash Bubba. That's mintmobile.com forward slash B-U-B-B-A. Cut your wireless bill to 15 bucks a month at mintmobile.com forward slash Bubba. $45 upfront payment required, equivalent to 15 a month. New customers on first three-month plan only. Speed slower above 40 gigabytes on unlimited plans. Additional taxes, fees, and restrictions apply. See Mint Mobile for details. Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app today to get free delivery on your first three orders, while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. (sighs) The comfort of your favorite seat is now your comfy car-selling command center, thanks to Carvana. It doesn't get any better than this. Your favorite seat's the best spot in the house. Make it even better by entering your license plate or VIN and getting a real offer in minutes. There really is no place like home. And speaking of home, Carvana will pick up your car from yours after you finalize your offer. Visit Carvana.com or download the app and sell your car from your comfy place. Everybody's trying to cover Lummy's ass. I don't know. I see the redness. I see fingers. Oh, man, he's so hard. Okay, that sounded off. weird, but... His chest is so hard. Okay, there you go. Better. <laughs> is, is the red coming out, Dan? I mean, it, yeah, 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 I, 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 I can see it. discoloration. I can see it. I tried to go... 55. Is Dan a beast or what? He, he Him is. and I are the same age. You think I'd no. be sitting there with my shirt off like that? No. I look like a little bitch. He's flexing the whole time. I know. Dan works out like twice a year. Yeah, if. <laughs> I did last night. God. You are absolutely a beast. A specimen, if you will. Let me good job. Thank you. Thank see you now, and see, now we're we're even. Yes. Right. We're even. Fair. I am shaking a little bit, though. Right. Ner- for, nerve, for nerves. For nerves that I was going to do it too hard to Dr. Dan and not do it hard enough, so I got one. So, But I think you did it, I think you did okay. it just right, buddy. You, you nailed it. Thank you. I don't know if it was a pop. I don't know if I give you another no, pop on no, that. No. 
but uh, certainly. Be. When I was in fifth grade. <laughs> For a fifth grade. When I was in fifth grade, if a girl, like this, yeah. can I tell you that? This is going to just, this is going to blow your mind. I don't even know her name. Because she she was only in our school for one year. You know how, Lummy, you go to the school your entire, like I went to my, my entire life, I was with Larry Plummer. Yes. Larry Plummer was in my elementary school. Larry Plummer was in my middle school. Larry Plummer was in my high school. So I completely went to school with Larry Plummer. You probably have a few of those. Ani, did you have any of those? Like where you completely went to school? Most of, yeah, most of my friends. So there you go. Yeah. It's not uncommon, to, you know, to have that. No. And and so like we would as 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 guys, you know, as guys, we would say like, hey man, and so I can remember the girl and she only was here for one year. So I didn't go to school with her for ten years or like there were some girls I went to school with for ten years that were kinda hot, like the Cindy McCormick Cindy was Cindy McCormick, Cindy Cormany, Michelle Thompson, like Lori Howard. Jill Bolesky, mm-hmm. you know, oh. Carrie Gast, uh, you know, those, uh, that, uh, that, uh, Julie Bernal, Lummy, the girl, she listens to the show now. Yeah. She, she was considered a Warsaw hot chick. Mm. Yeah. Like, you know, Michelle Sabo, you know, Dana Holler, whew, Jen, Jen Brown. Look, those are all the Jim hot. Jim Brown. J- Jennifer Brown. Oh. So anyway. There was this girl in in my fifth grade year, and her name was Danielle Forselli. And she only went to school, there, to, to our small little Madison school, for one year. But, I mean, Anna, she, she rolled in there looking like, you know that dark-haired news reporter that we saw yesterday? Yeah. That just was just so stunning. Mm-hmm. So, you know, here we... You know how you first day of school, and you, you know everybody. Like, there's you may see one or two new kids whose parents moved in you know, to the district, but there's no, there's like, you know, 95% of everybody that you're, you saw last year's. And so we're in fourth grade. There's no Danielle Forselli. Then our f- first day I was with Mrs. My, my school teacher's name is Mrs. Ward. Mm-hmm. She was old and mean and, and wore tennis shoes and a skirt. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mrs. Ward. Whew. So anyway, Larry comes, Danielle Forselli. She's not in my homeroom. She's in, she's just in fifth grade. So there was three, there was three homerooms, Mr. Digitano, Mr. Moeller, and Mrs. Ward. Well, Danielle Forselli was in Mr. Moeller's homeroom. So the, you would never, I'd, unless I was in her same math class or same like that, like I'd never really get to see her except in the hallway. So Larry is in my class. He goes, supposedly there's this new chick. She just moved in. Her name's Danielle. And and Kevin Bixler says that she's unbelievable, but I haven't seen her yet. So like the first day of school, Anna, we already got notice that there's a new hottie. And she had these big jugs and she had dark hair and she was skinny and had a super nice ass. And, and was how old are you at this point? Fifth grade. Oh. Yeah, ten, right? Nice ten eleven. Ass in ten. fifth grade. I mean, oh yeah, man. You're like, man, look at that. Oh. Man, look at look at those T's. And so you're saying in fifth grade, you might have been one of those look at those T girls? I don't think you understand. Me and Larry go, hey man, did you see? Did you see Anna Hummel's teeth? No, no, no. I, I don't. I don't think you understand. I didn't look like a woman you when I was eleven. You said you had big boobs and in fifth Have grade. Have you ever seen an awkwardly large chested child? That's what it feels like when you're starting to go through puberty. It's not like all of a sudden, boom, you look like Sofia Vergara with a nice ass and huge tees. You just you're kind of fat still. You got 
pudginess. Man, not Danielle. Braces, not Danielle Forcelli. Heavy. She rolled in there, looked like a dark-haired Farrah Fawcett. Big boobs, Ooh. but refused to wear a bra. That was me because I was in denial. Bubba, we had it. We had it good because we oh. had chapel on Wednesdays, so all the girls had to wear a little. Uh, what, little Catholic school girls? But here's the thing, man. None Oof. of the teachers cared about those girls. They're all sizing you boys up. Yeah. I mean, seriously, did you go to, did you go to Catholic private school? No, not Catholic. Oh, Christian. okay. Yeah, no. Christian. No, they still rape girls there, too. Christians rape girls. Yeah, you're right. <laughs> yeah. Like so, normal so people. So you guys go to chapel on Wednesdays. Now, again, I'm talking fifth grade. I'm talking oh, yeah, fifth, fifth grade. grade too, I yeah. want to make sure that everybody... Code, yeah. I want to make sure everybody knows that as we're, we're talking about specifically when we were in fifth grade, Okay. So, Lummy, you're in fifth grade. Oh, yeah. I mean, are you t- are you talking to your Larry Plummer about, the, you know, hey, man, did oh, you yeah. see Michelle Thompson's oh, tees yeah. today? And, yeah, they had to wear the button down, but you know, a lot of you, girls and would always. The, and then the guys would be like, hey, Larry, do you think she stuffs? Yep. And they're like, you know, you think she, and like the we, girls that had big boobs on it, we didn't know if they were real or they they were stuffing. Oh, man. So then we'd try to go up on recess and actually grab the boob. Yeah. Or, you know, yeah, or, or, or elbow what? it or get, yep. get into a. Some type of situation where you could get a some type of feeling on that boob and see if it was toilet paper or flesh. Yep. Especially huh. during recess. It made it a lot easier. Yeah, like, you know, if you're playing tag and stuff, you try to, like, just, you know, gingerly kind of tackle her or something like that. And then you try to get in like a, man, we were, we were, we were modern day rapers back then. Yeah, sounds like. Well, it. I mean, I'm sure that's what kids do nowadays. No, but like, you know, yeah, like in right. seventh, like in seventh grade, I remember like you could actually grab a girl's butt. Oh. Like you could actually go grab her butt. And they'd be uh, like, oh, stop. You know, like, you know, you'd learn to go. They have like, oh, it was it Gloria Vanderbilt and what were the other? Calvin Klein. Weren't those the two big? We're talking about in the 80s here. Yeah. And the girls had like two. There were two different types of jeans to wear. Either Calvin Klein or, or Gloria Vanderbilt, I think. Hmm. And you'd be like, man, she's got a pair of. God, did you say us? Did you see Cindy Gormany today? She, that ass. Then you'd sometimes want to just get a grab in. You just grab it. Hmm. I don't think you can even do that in today's. I don't think fifth grade different in my grab ass. honors core classes. I didn't have that swagger <laughs> back then to do that. I was, I was a little, I was a little. And then, and then, let me like, if you'd have a girlfriend, you know, me and Larry Plummer, we, we, we weren't quite cool enough because there were, there were some fifth graders and sixth graders that were dating. Yeah. And like. And like you'd be like real, but like man, and like the most you could really do was just make out. At, in fifth grade, you were making out. No, no, no. Very few were making out, but there were a couple. I didn't know there anybody. were a couple girls and, and couple, and then like you know, a couple At of the fifth 11? grade girls would date like a sixth grade guy. Yeah, that would happen. And oh. A lot of that happened at the rolling rink. Yeah, a lot of stuff happened to the rolling, rolling, rolling ring. You get oh, dropped yeah. off for a couple oh, hours. Oh, yeah. Hold on, Anna. You yeah. don't understand. So your mom and dad, you, you could hang out at one of three places, either the high school football game, if it was in the fall. Let me, you'd go to the football game and then okay, after. Yeah. As an 11-year-old? Yeah. Yeah. You get dropped you're, off you're at stuff like that. No, we're, t- we're talking about extracurricular school stuff. Well, well, if you're 11, you're not in high school, so who's dropping you off at the well, high school? Well, if you're 11 and you're close enough to middle school, you would still go to the high school games. I, I did yeah. that a lot. Oh, exactly. No, I did not. And then, you know, then they had like a place to hang out, like the Pizza King was conveniently right across the street from the high school. So you go over to the Pizza King. And at they 11? Had, you were and allowed they, to and, go places and they had by like yourself? A, <laughs> and they had a game room and you'd, you know, play Miss, Miss Pac-Man and... When they wouldn't let you hang out under the bleachers with all the older kids, they had to yeah. kick you over to the pizza place. Right. Oh, I had a chaperone everywhere I went until I was like 13. Yeah, yeah we got dropped off at the arcade. <laughs> that was my, yeah. you know, we had an arcade. Our, that we so do. when by seventh grade, man, 
by seventh grade on a, you know, your fourth, fifth and sixth graders, it's probably a little advanced to be making out, but there was some making out. And then, and then like in seventh grade, that's where it really opened up. If you were like a Clark Charlton or one of these real popular guys, then you'd have like a girlfriend and I think you were making out and maybe getting some Cheeto fingers. Oh, my God. I remember the That's first time I grade. saw people making out, I was horrified. I think in seventh grade. It's like, this is inappropriate. Back when I was growing up, 79, 80, you could, you could Cheetos a girl on the fan bus going to the Mishawaka game. What? You could Cheetos her. You could oh, I get never full even blown, went on you the could, school bus. You could get... You could get full-blown Cheetos. I think my parents would let me get on a bus with other disgusting kids. That's what, that's, but see, that's what your mom and dad dropped you off at the school. Dropped me off, picked me and up. Then you got on a, and then you, got, then you got on a bus, and there was all your friends on the bus, and girls, and the girls, they, they were in packs, and us dudes were in packs, and then, you know, we were just, all we cared about, we didn't care about that football game, even though we were fo- on the football team. We are all just trying to just get a, like, grab ass and make out and just are, yeah, our our loins are so just all we're only on that bus for our loins. Yeah. So Anna, did you ever get an opportunity to actually rely on school transportation? No. You no. never had to ride never the bus. Once? I remember my mother and you saying, weren't a spoiled kid. Man. I remember my mother saying there's no seatbelts on the bus, so you can't go. Oh God forbid. Um I did go on like school field trips and, and that was my only interaction with uh school transportation. I feel like taking a dingy school bus is kinda like working your first fast food job. Like it just builds character. You probably yeah. did. Wow. Well, the world you will never ne- know. You, you never, no ever, no ever way. rode a bus. Well, here's the thing. See, a bus, man. Well, there's ride, a few things here. Riding a public bus on it kind of builds, again, it builds that grit that the ki- today's kids don't have. Because you uh, had to, there was a whole ecosystem on the bus. Right. Well, there's there was no way my parents were going to let me go anywhere as an elementary school kid without, you know, parents' eyes on me. Well, hold on. But, but like Bubba said, when you go to the football games, that would give you a little bit also like being by yourself, yeah. hanging out with your friends. But, yeah. but there was teachers on the bus or Yeah, but the, what do you mean going to the, you mean like travel with the team or no, just no, go to yeah, a home well, game? Yeah, no, no. You'd, you'd travel with the team. You'd fall, the team bus would be like the front bus. And then, like, they'd have five or six fan buses that were full of kids. Oh, they never, uh, like, offered that Oh yeah, that's, I was in high school. That's, that's Indiana, You'd man. You'd have to take yourself. Yeah, no, they, no. Did, they did that here. Did, oh, so, you know, like, well, be like, uncanny. you know, I'm in, me and Larry are in seventh grade, and the Warsaw, you know, varsity football team, which are 10, 11, and 12th graders, let me, they're playing, you know, Mishawaka. It's about an hour drive up there. And so if you want to, they have, you know, you would go to the school, and they'd have, like, these, it, it costs, like, I don't know, like, they would they charge you like a dollar. I guess it was probably for fuel or whatever. But they would charge like a dollar. Yeah. No, no, it was like five dollars, but that included the game ticket too, because you had to buy a, a ticket. They give you a little wristband deal. Yeah, something like that. Mm-hmm. And then you'd just be on the bus and you'd pack up in little groups of your friends and talk. And you know, we didn't have any. There was no phones. There was no you know handheld games. You would just hang out and talk. I'm sure that was a lot and, of fun. And try to get ass. And try to get Cheeto fingers. No. Nope. Yeah. Missed that whole experience. When did you, when was, did, did you, did you know girls that were offering Cheeto fingers? And, and like, when, like, did, was It was there... rare, because you have to understand, like, the, the, the type of kids that I was in classes with were not, like, your standard run-of-the-mill. Like, there was, it was packed full of 
you know, Jews and Asians. So it's a little bit different. But there were, there was one so you're girl. you're saying us white, us white guys are <laughs> different than the Jews kids in my and the school, Asian. But we were like nerds. So, you know, we weren't really sexually experienced for our age. See, me, I think that you might be dancing more towards my side. Oh, but there were some sluts. Yeah. And I remember a girl telling me, like, when she was 15, she was telling me, like, not to have anal sex. She's like, it, you won't be able and, to poop for three days. Well, no, hold on. And I am just looking at her, like, it's trying to be cool. far more advanced than any of us even thought. I was trying to be cool. I hadn't even held a guy's hand. We were she just telling me about che- anal sex. Yes, we were just trying to get Cheetos fingers. There was anal, anal sex wasn't until after graduation. Well, this girl was a hoe, and she has, like, six kids by different dads. Oh, okay. So do the right. math, That's yeah. Great, yeah. Oh, and ours, it was kind of around 10th, 11th grade that they started talking about it because girls wanted to say Yeah, so like, so, se- so, like, Anna, here's, here is, like, the sexual, like, for aggressively attractive cool people mm. here's here's tell me what it was like because no not hold on i'm and and i wasn't let me i'm yeah. not trying to tell you right now that i was in that group because i didn't get laid until my senior year like so like so i was like you know i, I wasn't in this group so here's the way i got it figured let me for the real popular really good looking dudes and the good looking chicks you know yeah uh, you know because it's just all based on how hot you are I mean, let me, if you could probably go over to that 300-pound girl who hasn't brushed her teeth in three months, you know, at, that smells and maybe <laughs> maybe get something off of her. But I'm talking about the Lori Howards, you know, the Danielle Forcellis, the, yeah, the, the, top, ho- the, the top hotties, 10. right. Yeah. Not that you're ever even going to get one of those. But I was thinking. So in fifth and sixth grade, Anna, you're making out. No. This is for the cool kids. Oh, my God. This is for the hot, cool kids. During my generation. I'm playing fifth, with ponies, by the way, fifth at this th- point. Right. You're playing. I'm playing so with you, plastic you, at Ponies. this point, I'll tell you in Warsaw, Indiana, uh, what the hot, super, you know, hot, yeah, yeah. good-looking, popular kids right. are doing. Because I have no reference point. And for then you can p- chime in what you are doing. Sure. Fifth and sixth grade, hot, uh, you know, group my group, my well, the people that I'm speaking of, they were making at least French kissing. Okay. I they was were, collecting I, Beanie Babies, so. You're, okay. Yep, T.Y. And then seventh and eighth grade, now you're French kissing and you're getting your boobs grabbed and you're letting your your boyfriend uh, kind of maybe t- outside the jeans touch your vagina. In eighth grade. In seventh and eighth grade. Uh, yeah, I'm, I'm in band playing the French horn at Disneyland. Okay, and and let me. Are you with me so far? Like, are, yes. you, are you with are you, the mouse? Yep. Does your cool people <laughs> match my Warsaw, Indiana cool yep. people? Going, okay. to, going to the movies, things like that. Yeah, like the this girls. is yep. the Lori Howards yeah. and, the, and the Clark Charltons, and you know, and the uh, Rich Caldwells, and the real hot people. You know, Dana Hollers, Jill Bolaskis, those ones. Uh, J- Julia Bernal. So then, in ninth and tenth, um, you might you might be getting. Uh, you might have old girl, um, you know, learning, learn, learning a particular skill set. <laughs> Finally, she's on offense. There you go. There you go. Yeah. In ninth, in, in ninth and tenth grade, it, you, the girl, you you might get oral as a guy. You might get some oral. That's when oral is usually introduced. Sounds right. Right. Nine and ten. What yeah. were you doing uh, on it? Nine and ten. A lot of like math homework. Right. And then uh, eleven and twelve is all about that's that's when you're intercoursing. Oh yeah, I mean I that's know. that's mm-hmm. when you are full blown like, honest to God, once a day as soon as you get home, if you can get over to her house before her parents get home, you're you're getting one in, and you might be getting one in. 
In the car ride home. The, yeah, like when Larry, when Larry was dating Tanya, he would, in our senior year, he'd come pick me up, and then I'd have to drive, and he'd blast Tanya in the back. No, I, I wonder why the... I became such a voyeur, Lummer. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Seriously. Larry I would Plummer's dr- the one who started it. Larry Plummer started my sickness. Larry Plummer is starting. <laughs> you know fault. what? It's all Larry Plummer's fault. Why all, this, <laughs> right. all the sexual stuff uh, that I've gotten in trouble for. He's like, hey, listen, we have to go pick up Tanya. Him and Tanya had been dating for two years, and they're, like, having sex every day. Larry's, Larry's a junior, and, like, he's having sex every day, like three, four times a day as, huh. a, as a junior and a senior. And I'm Larry's best friend, so I'm usually with him. So I'm seeing a lot of it. Or I'm the lookout. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. It kind of sucks being the lookout. Well, I guess I was with Hogan, too. I'll be in my office. <laughs> Brother. Man, I should... It's all, you just it's, figured it's it out. Just, it's it Larry Plummer's. It, 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 it just, we kind of just all put it together yeah. now, didn't we? Mm. It's Larry's fault. It's, it's all Larry's fault. Everything. Oh. Yeah, no. I've lost millions and made millions because of Larry Plummer. It's, yeah, so he owes you now. Yeah, so on of the cool kids, mm-hmm. they were, you know, they Having were a lot, a lot. Like, I would say on the average, like, I knew a girl, a really hot girl. I'm not going to mention her name. But she was one of the really super hot Warsaw, Indiana girls. She was probably one. She's one of the girls that I've mentioned in the bunch of all the names that I've mentioned. She's one of those. So, like, let me. She's one of the hottest chicks ever in Warsaw, and yeah. I got to be good friends with her. Uh, at, you know, late, late as an adult, we became Facebook friends and talked a little bit. And she was like, when I and I and I know her boyfriend, and he was one of those guys, one of those super hot, cool guys, and they were dating. And she, they were having sex three times a day. He would oh pick her God. up. He would pick her up. They'd blast. Then they would blast like right after school. And then they would blast like at night at seven or eight before he went home. Damn. Larry, the same way. Then on the weekends, man, it was just straight blasted. Oh, my you God. Know, yeah. No he, his girlfriend's the one that had the pool, right? Were they blasting No, that the pool? was uncle. No, we had, no, we oh. had to go to my uncle's place. Oh. Uncle Jerry had the pool. So oh. we had to like involve another family. Hey, I, Uncle Jerry, <laughs> I can think, we use your pool at night? I think you told that story one time, right? Yeah, they were in the pool and you were just kind of there with yeah. the well with the goggles on. <laughs> I had the, the goggles. goggles. <laughs> all right, not, I mean, guys, I mean, that's one of my it favorites. It all fits together now. It all makes sense. <laughs> yeah, but that's what we were all doing when we were, you know. Not no, 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 it's well, not, no, no, sorry, no, no, no. Sorry, I no, no. The, not, the, not the hot, band. cool people were doing that. Lummy, I was just trying to get some ass. You know, I only got like maybe two or three pieces of ass my senior year. As a fellow hot, cool person, I can also confirm that, you know, uh, most of my shenanigans started seventh, eighth grade. Oh, my God. Yeah, and it probably started with French kissing, right? You know, and yeah. bo- and booby grabbing. Yep. Cheeto <laughs> and fingers. Then, and no, then, no Cheeto fingers isn't until you... Cheeto fingers was that summer going into eighth grade for me. Oh, you're a little what? accelerated. Most yeah. times, Cheeto... Yeah, yeah, you're right. Cheeto fingers Dude, I was is like eight. 25 by the time that stuff was happening to me. Well, you also didn't ride the bus, so... <laughs> Yeah, Rhett rode the bus. Uh, like yeah, we all we all rode the bus, and the bus was <laughs> missed out on some real world experience. Anna, sure see, Anna, here's the deal. You and and the thing about it is, you learned most of this stuff from the bus. Yeah, sure. your boys that either learned yeah. it from someone else. Yeah, or, like you, like or the loud ass kids in the back who were telling everybody else about it. Yeah, yeah like you don't understand, Anna. Like you, that's how we learned things in life is I on understand. the bus because the older generation was on the bus, and they would be telling us younger kids. You know, first of all, the first of all, you had to survive on the bus. And you had to know your role. So, like, if you're like a fourth and fifth little punk ass kid, man, you're not going to the back of the bus with us cool sixth and seventh graders. Uh uh-uh. uh. Get the hell out of here, kid. 
But, you know, so when you're in third and fourth grade and you're riding a bus on it, you got to sit at the front of the bus and just, you know, keep your mouth shut. Because yeah. the big the big sixth graders in the back will whip your ass. Yep. Then eventually, you, you know, the pecking order is like by fourth grade, you're kind of in the middle of the bus. And then by the time you're in fifth and sixth grade, you're in a complete back of the bus. Like, and you run the whole show. Like, if you're, there's like two. It's funny, so you were fighting for the back of the bus. Yeah, yeah. So hold on. Rosa and the, Parks is crying right, right now. And so then the cool, the cool, <laughs> tough guys, kids, got and hot chicks were on the back of the bus. And then the nerds and the kids that were afraid of getting beat up by us bigger, bigger guys were in the yeah. front of the All the French horn players were up there. Yeah. Oh, yeah. yeah. Like, we didn't I'm let sure. any band guys in the back. Yeah. Uh-huh. Right. You had to be, no. like, an athlete or super cool They They have tough. that big-ass case they had to bring home every day. Right. We'd oh, make fun huge. of that guy. Yeah. Yeah. Never had any we'd room at all. Of, we'd make fun of trumpet guy and make fun of trombone guy. Be like, hey, man. Why don't you throw that thing on the luggage carrier on top, nerd boy? Can you? Bl- why don't you blow us a tune or something? Can you play your song? Can you play a little song for us? I didn't even have interactions making, with kids like that. Making, yeah, because you never. Everyone made, in my orbit see, was kind of like me. Everybody, but see, you needed to be dealing with the rougher kids to 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 to, to rib you. Yeah, yeah, you know, like, hey, uh, Anna. You awkward-looking bitch. Why don't you go ahead and blow us a tune on that French horn there, braces girl. Mm-hmm. And see... That did happen, though. And, and so, and then you went home and cried. Oh, yeah. And then your mom said, you don't have to ride the bus anymore. Well, it was actually... It happened with a carpool deal where there was a, a teacher who taught sixth grade at, at the local middle school, and he would pick up a bunch of kids on his way over there. And um, I was one of the kids, and I was tormented in his car for like two years, but I didn't tell anybody. And then when it finally came out, my, my parents pulled me out, and they just started taking me car schmar carpool, <laughs> Willie. That ain't nothing. I always had to ride middle, bus. and I was the biggest person in the car. <laughs> With my French horn, it was so humiliating. But love me, now how I mean, that's how it worked for you, right? Oh yeah, hundred percent. Cool, the cooler, tougher kids, uh, older. The cooler, the cooler, tougher, older kids were in the back. Yep. And the farther little, away from supervision and everything, so you can get away with stuff, uh, right? And you're doing you're doing stuff back there, Anna. Like you're talking about you're talking to girls about snapping their you're snapping their bra straps. Oh my god! And you're like you know trying to grab their boobs. No, and, no. And, no you, but you are. And, and, I know you are. And they're like, stop, stop. And you're just all over them. I mean, let me. That's how it was with me, at least. Oh yeah. Not me. Like I couldn't do the grabbing. No, I'm only watching. The, the, yeah. The, the, uh, yeah, only the cool guys could do the grabbing. You know, I couldn't start grabbing ass until like ninth, tenth grade. And I had to be like on, you know, the younger girls. Yeah, exactly. Seventh and eighth. <laughs> ninth. Yeah. When I was a ninth grader, man, I was trying to pick up eighth graders. You know. Actually that's how my uh my first uh my first girl was eighth and she was in seventh grade. And you were in what, twelve? No, I was in eighth. <laughs> <laughs> Why bother with broadcasting excellence when you can have broadcasting decades instead? <laughs> the Bubba the Love Sponge Show. Trying to stay on the radio and stay relevant. Make me some money digitally, kid. Hello? Hey, SpongeBob, what's up? Who's this? I'm just trying to take care of some business here. I, You know, I've been hearing about all all this stuff this morning, and... You know who this is, don't you? You've been doing good, SpongeBob. You know, you it's it so, Sounds like, who, is it Hootie? Is this Hootie? No, uh, this isn't Hootie. No. Hootie, you know, you know, Hootie, he, he, he really... All right, what do you want? Who, who, who is this and what do you who want? Who do I want? Bubba, I'm just talking to you, bro. brother. Brother, um, with all this stuff that's going on with him, we don't got to worry about Bubba. God's got our back and you know, whoever you believe, whatever you don't, you know. Don't worry about none of it, Bubba. It's all going to come to fruition. Your dreams 
It's all coming back, brother. Don't worry about it. It's going to be okay. God gave me a message to give you, Bubba. He said, Bubba, you let it go. I know your your stepfather died, and God gave him the Jesus, and Bubba's going to be all right. You're going to be back on all right, buddy. $3 million Somebody, contract. I, I hope you're right, my friend. Those Percocets are no, great at 8 in the morning, I, aren't they? I know. <laughs> Good talking to you. Bye. Crazy. Those hydrocodones at 730 kick your ass, don't they, kid? Sure Hello. Bubba. Yeah. It's Trucker Bob. Hi, Trucker hey, Bob. Uh, hey, the thing with the um, machine with the, the drug paraphernalia, you're totally right. I used to be a heroin addict. We need to make it harder for people to do drugs, not easier. And part of that report, they were talking about how people were getting all the stuff out of the machine and they were selling the various components for crack money. Right. Mm. That, that's what will happen. Yeah, I, I wouldn't put it past those model neighborhoods to not break into the machine and clear it out. You don't even have to break in. Everything's free. Yeah. So I, the minute the person, you know, the guy fills it up, he walks away. The crackheads are right there. They get all the stuff out right on the spot. Or hold on, or or or, or or you know, some bad guy with a gun has a crew, and he has his boys waiting. As soon as that guy who filled it, you know, the leaves, uh, he, he, they're strapped. And they got the boxes, and they go get everything out of there, and then they leave, and the crackheads ain't going to do nothing to those guys because they're strapped. <laughs> Wait, probably let, let me ask this guy a we question. We need to make it harder, yeah. How, how did you kick the needle? This is the guy that used to cook I it, got, wasn't it? I got clean through the Salvation Army. Um, like, what was the impetus? Rehab. Like, you're, you're doing heroin on the streets, and then yes. what is step one? What happened? What's the catalyst? Well, and how? And hold on, exactly. and, and, and how, long, how long ago? This was February 8th, 2016. I entered the Salvation Army in Orlando. I actually, I used to be on TV in Orlando, believe it or not. As okay, that's that great. I, I, I want to go back now to your heroin trucker. use. <clears throat> All right, so um, how did you, I was why did you walk in to get help? What so hold happened? on. So I was you, face, I'm trying to answer. All right, okay. go ahead. So you're, I was facing actual homelessness. I had used up every couch, every person, spare bedroom. I had burned every conceivable bridge, yeah. and I was like, literally going to be sleeping that night on this sidewalk and i met a guy in a in a heroin dealer's apartment and he mentioned the salvation army he said they will give you a bed they'll give you a job to do and they'll get you off drugs so hold on now hold on now hold on buddy so you're at at, you're 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 how old at that at this point i'm 49 at this point okay so you're 40 you're 49 years old and you just now what was your Again, I love your story, and I'd like to hear it all. And the fact that, like, what was your first hit of crack that got you addicted? It was heroin, I think. I mean, of, oh, of, well, heroin, I mean, of heroin. I'm sorry. Yeah, I mean, my first drug use was when I was 14 smoking pot. But the first time I got onto heroin through prescription pad. pills. Yeah. I got in yep. I got an injury. A doctor gave me a prescription for, you know, oxys, and I used that up. I was able to convince him to give me another prescription and then i was addicted i was <laughs> buying them on the street and then i made the decision that every single pill addict makes which is i could spend thirty dollars yeah. per pill or i could spend ten dollars for a bag of heroin that gets mm-hmm. me five times higher so it's just a it's an economic decision. Right? And, and so, so, you know, 80 to 90 percent of people that OD from heroin or like, uh, you know, narcotics on the street, it started with a with a prescription pad. 
Right. It started. It, it started, started with pain yeah. pills. It started with the injury, and the doctor prescribed some pain pills, and it it escalated. Right. Now, how old? Yep. So, how old were you? You know, when you first hurt your, you know, got an injury, and you know, started the 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 pain pill regimen. Well, that was in my thirties. I mean, so this when I was so like uh, you're in you, you went like you, you went like decades. you were you were a pill chaser for ten years, at least. Yeah. So, and that's. Living life where, <laughs> like, you're an heroin addict. Yeah. yeah. So, so how many years of pill chasing uh, did you go before you're like, screw it, I'm going to go right to the heroin? Oh, it was years, eight, ten years of pill chasing, and then it just finally got my my tolerance was so high, and I was spending so much on pills. And I now keep in mind, I was also smoking meth. I was smoking crack. I hmm. mean, I was doing a lot of other drugs. And he I, had a TT99 regimen and a morning regimen, it sounds like. I had an all-day regimen. No, but hold on now. <laughs> were you, like, through your 20s and 30s, were you successful? Like, did you, were you a regular dude? Like, or, you know, or have you I, always been a screw-up? I used to work at Channel 9 in Orlando. I'm a, I was the traffic reporter on the um, Channel 9 morning show. Oh, for okay. For, so, like, you know, yeah. you're on a regular television station, had a, was a regular personality, the traffic guy on camera. Yes. Yes. And how long did you do that for? For 10 years. All right, for 10 years. And did that pay enough to make a living? Uh, it may, I mean, depends on what you call a living. It didn't pay very much, but I got arrested for possession of crack. That was on the front page of the Orlando Sentinel. No, is that not? But hold I on. Got, is, that why you're, is that why you are still a TV personality? I am not. I, I no, no, got, no. I got out of that business. Go ahead. I mean, you, were you ever on crack and doing drugs while you're on TV? Every single day. So every day you're on TV. Why though? They're looking up and seeing this this guy, this cool dude, uh, all dressed yeah. up. Maybe uh, they yeah. don't know that literally, as soon as he gets in his car and to go home, he's going to fire up a crack pipe. Well, I had it. I had it kind of worked out to where I would only smoke crack um, on Friday, Saturday, and mm, then Sunday I would kind of sleep, and I would kind of get myself. And then after a while, that starts creeping into where you maybe do it on Thursday and then yeah. before you know it, you know, you do it every day. Did any of your coworkers or, or were you perfectly, you could function while being on crack? That's what I was going to ask. I, yeah, I, well, I was never, I wasn't really on crack at work. It was more after, but hmm. I was hmm. certainly had come down. Happy hour a couple crack. Of Zannies, you know, a, <clears throat> a, a little quarter bar of Zanny. Right. So none to, of your coworkers you know, knew about so it? So nobody, would you say that they, nobody at work really knew? When you were well, super excited about traffic all of a sudden? <laughs> hey, let me tell you about the gun. Bulk down that I-4. I-4 is a three-hour gridlock, and you should be real cool about it. Jesus. How hard could traffic right? be in Orlando, though? It's always bad. Yeah, I mean, traffic in Orlando is always the same. Yeah. I-4 is locked up, going in both directions. <laughs> yes. Uh, the John and Young the Parkway. Is horrible. 408's horrible. <laughs> John Young Parkway right. sucks. Uh, and right. uh, getting out to OBT. the airport sucks. Correct. You could be so high and do that. Yeah, I mean, you know, you know a, a monkey on crack can do it and did. So anyway, you, you, absolutely. So you get you 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 get off TV, and at that point, you probably your ego probably like, man, I'm off TV now. I'm not, you know, that was because because you know, let, there's a little bit of celebrity with that. I'm sure a couple people at Applebee's recognized you here and there. You know, you absolutely. May, you may, you, you may, minor you, celebrity. You might even got some ass off the deal. You know, Susie Homemaker. I, I when I was a single man, I I got ass all the time from it. From absolutely. yeah. From being on being the traffic guy on Channel Nine, so yes. th- then you go then you go to heroin, and how how long are you on heroin? Uh, well, it started with the pills, and then and you know 
keep in mind a lot of this, the exact time periods kind of bleed together, and it's hard to remember exactly the amount of time. But um, it, it was years. Did you ever have sex to on. buy uh, to get drugs? Yeah, did you ever do uh, you know sexual mm. stuff for drugs? Did I ever do sexual stuff to get drugs? No, I never did that. Like, was I a prostitute to get drugs? Yeah, I mean, that's the question. Yeah, that's a no. The I mean, there's no, a, listen, why is it such an outrageous question, question yeah, to no, ask? No, no, You're an addict on the street. No, but hold on. I mean, like you <laughs> it's know, not outrageous. It's not outrageous. I mean, there's been instances where a guy will have to go. You know, hey, listen, you got a you know SMD to get in order to get this crack rock. Well, that's a long forming stereotype. A lot of these addicts are trying to beat is that they. You okay. Know, Thanks. Have to do Thanks, Johnny Voice of Reason over there with the ginger <laughs> kicker. No, Appreciate there's it. There's a lot of addicts. There's a lot of addicts doing very bad things to right. get drugs. No doubt. All right. So yeah, here sure. you are, and are you now? Are you at the point? Are you not? You're not even probably smoking heroin or snorting. You're probably mainlining it, like right to the vein. Well, I started off snorting heroin, and then I went to shooting heroin. Mm. Yeah. Yeah. <clears throat> no. 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 How? Yeah. You know. And what's the difference uh, as far as how it affects your body? The snorting versus the shooting up. Well, I mean, I I hate to make it sound like it's great, but it's pretty freaking great. Um, anyone who's done it, no, obviously there's it's good, but it's also the devil. I mean, it's like, like I mean, I, I don't I, I don't even have any desire to try it because I'm so like I'm cool with with I with what the little little popsicle stand of 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 recreational drugs that I do like is is nothing like you know maybe a little weed with a gummy kicker, maybe a little pill here and there. Maybe some mushrooms, but I mean, what about pain pills? <laughs> but you know about pain I, pills. But I don't, I don't, I don't take them. I have, a, you know what? I have usually ten to fifteen Percocets that have been prescribed to me that I ha- always have on deck for special occasions. No, 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 no oh, that, that I use specifically on if I have a kidney stone attack. Oh, okay. So if I have a kidney okay. stone, which happens about once every two years, and if I take like two or three of them, I can usually get through it and I can pass it. But I mean, I'm I got enough willpower. Like if most addicts had fifteen Percocets in their, they would they, they they couldn't get oh, to. Oh, you them. can't hold could, on. Yeah, to that. I yeah. can literally. Save. I can have fifteen Percocets in my in my medicine drawer and not touch them until I need them. That's a flex. Yeah, I mean, like, that's good. Yeah, that's good. I have no. I I I, I I I like the way they. I mean, I like the way they make me feel. I could see where I, if I wanted to take them, I could. But I just I have that willpower at least, you know, to not. I don't need to get any higher than I already get, and in, in the way mm. I get high isn't that big of a deal. But I mean. I could, ne- I would never touch the needle. Touch the needle, never. Yeah, you can't be doing that. Never, I would. Ne- I kind of want to try. Obviously, I'm curious. And I, when you say that, it's unbelievable. Because obviously, people sell their kids for this stuff. It's got to be good. Yeah. I mean, yeah. if you say it's, it's, it's if you good. say if you say it now, and isn't the first time always like the most unmoved? Always chasing like, you, that you high. Never, you never get that high again. Yeah, the first time you, you inject heroin, you throw up, which would you would think people wouldn't want to do that, but. Yeah, it's never quite that good. You're always, and that's true of all drugs. Of you're crack. always trying to get back to the first feeling, and you can never. Now, get has there ever been a guy that had enough willpower to say, you know what, I'm going to try heroin just one time because, like, you just do it on Christmas, and you say, yeah, I'm going to do it one time, <laughs> just on your birthday. I'm, no, no, sure. I'm just going to do it one time in my life, just so I can say I did it. Just to see what the hype is about. Yeah, I mean, I mean people are ruining their lives for this. Stuff. Yeah, I know. It's gotta like, be good. Yeah, I'm afraid. Me too, but I kind of want to try it. I'm not trying it. No, I mean, I'm not, not going to. I'm not. Seriously, bitch, don't. I'm not going to do heroin, okay? I'm just saying. I'm curious. She's just verbally being, showing off right now. 
Yeah, I'm just right, verbally gotcha. showing up. Yeah, right. So anyway, you're, you're, I mean, right. you're actually at a heroin dealer's, you know, drug den, and some guy, yeah. some guy sees how strung out you are, who's a fel- yeah. fellow heroin guy, and he's like, yeah. hey, I heard down at the YMCA or the Salvation Army or whatever the, the hell Army. that they yep. have a program that really, so you really took the initiative and you, I mean, that's, that's a, that, that, when you finally make that commitment to walk to that, I mean, to go to that Salvation Army and to open up the door and sit with the yep. counselor, that's pretty heroic because you could have just said, screw it. I'm just going to keep, you know, shooting up until I die. Or that's until- pretty bad when your addict friend is like, you need help. I mean, but that's that's very admirable. And like, and how, how long have you been clean? Since February 8th, 2016. Oh, okay. So, so I mean, you know, you're yeah. you you are. I mean, Seven wow, years. wow. Yeah. Nice. They saved my life. They are saving people's lives every day. And if anyone, I mean, not to you know, be all Salvation Army on you, but they really are sent from God. I believe it, and they are saving lives every day. And it's free rehab. I mean, if you're listening to me right now and you need to get off drugs, call the Salvation Army. It's the Adult Rehabilitation Center. They have a guy who's the intake counselor. Just ask for him. They're used to getting calls from drug addicts, and they will save your life, and they will get you off drugs. And it's free, right? For free. For free. Now, what, now, that, now, they will give you money. They give you – you get a gratuity every Friday. They hand you $7 so you have a couple of dollars in your pocket so you can get a soda out of the soda machine. So, they give you money. Now, But can, how can they prove that you're not using? Well, they're going to drug test you. Oh, okay. Yeah, they're going to drug you, and you get breathalyzed every time you walk in the building. You have to um, blow into the. So I mean, you really got to be. You just can't game the system. You got to be clean. Like you've no, got to no. be clean. You when you show up, if you're if you have opiates in your system, first you're going to have to go to detox. So that's the first step, and then because you got to get de- you have to be able to work. How bad? Now, how about how bad is de- they send you to detox, and it's probably oh, not a detox that you can horrible. Vi- that you can that you can just walk out of because you're rich. I mean, you're probably locked in there, aren't you? You well, the one in Orlando. There's one in downtown Orlando that's pretty horrible. Um, I went to one years before when I tried to get clean unsuccessfully. That was like a rich person rehab, and they you know monitor your blood pressure and give you suboxones and kind of help with the effects of withdrawal. But the one that's paid for by I guess the city of Orlando is not quite that cushy. Um, withdrawal sucks, uh, kicking sucks, but it's something that every. I mean, but what I'm saying is, once you go there, they don't. And, and like, say after two days, you're like, ah, I gotta get out of here. I gotta. Get, they, they they probably don't let you out, do they? Well, you're not. You know, you're not locked in. You could leave, but then once you do that, you can't just change your mind and come right back. I think it's like a 30 day turnaround thing, where if you walk out, you can't try again for 30 days. So I was ready to get clean. Um, I wanted to get clean and. They, if you have, if you don't want to get clean, no one can get you clean. You have to want to. That's true. Because you can't lock people in a room and stop them from doing drugs. The second you open the lock, they'll go do drugs again. Right. So you have to want to get clean within yourself. Yeah, and I mean, I like if you're like if you're really not dedicated to doing it, then it's not going to work. Correct. Well, you know what? Congratul- you know what? Congratulations, Bud, and 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 you are probably you are. It's a it's a probably a, a very refreshful uh, exception, and it, it it just goes to show you that there are some people that really get on this stuff bad, 
and yep. man up, lack for lack of a better term, do the right thing and are able to recover. All too often, yep. the percentages are not in the favor of you, the, the guys who get through it. No, it's very, very small. I think even the Salvation Army's success rate is like 2%, and that's Whoa. high. I mean, it's very low. Yeah. Most I know so many guys who are dead, so many guys in prison. Um, yeah, it's really a shame. And bro, I listen to you every day. I love you. Well, is, thank it, you. is it mostly men, would you say? You guys. Is it mostly that, men that uh, do heroin? Well, I know no, women can not. be addicts, but like if we were to break it down, would you say it's it's mostly men? I, yeah, more than half men, but I don't okay. know what the exact percentage is. Lummy could look it up, but um, there's plenty of women addicts. Sure. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Thank you. I mean, were there and were, and were there were there women addicts at uh, in rehab as well? No, Salvation Army is men only. Um, I think they have <laughs> a female program in Tampa, but it, it's men. You can't have men and women together because then yeah, you know, they're blasting. Really get clean. Right. It has to be single. It has to be single. Next sex. thing you know, you know, you you're, you're blasting yeah. the hell out of her in the in the Correct. kitchen, and it just leads to a bunch of. And not, then you're you know. doing drugs together. Yeah, exactly. So, yeah. You got to take that out of the. Right, hey, listen, man. I appreciate you listening to us daily, like you said, bud. We really do. Love you, brother. All right, buddy. Good talking Bye. to you. Thick. Let me. I got. I'm way behind, but I have a new merchandise idea. I start. <laughs> I started to get into it, and then I got so fragmented. I talked about the straw hat, the new Bubba yeah. Army straw hat, but I got two more pieces of merchandise. One of which I I have the manufacturer sent me the very first one, nice. so I can show you. The other, I didn't order that many. I think I only ordered thirty of them, maybe forty. But uh, they'll they're they're going to get here on Monday, so we'll probably start selling them online uh, Monday. I'm excited the- to get my Bubba Army penis pump as well. <laughs> Deliciously disgusting. You're absolutely right. This is the Bubba the Love Sponge Show. Nowhere near the rare air at the top of the heap. I mean, we know what's important. More like the bottom feeders existing on the scraps of society. You've just been babbling about Bubba the Love Sponge. So uh, every Wednesday about this time, sometimes a little bit sooner, we have the great Alex Stein on. Uh, I worship the ground that this man walks on. Current he, belt holder. He is the current, uh, yes, the current belt, the Bubba Army most coolest and most talented person of the show, championship belt holder. Uh, he currently has that by proxy. You can see, Lummy, that his picture is so beautifully affixed. Maybe you can get that that belt down and show the camera. Will do. <clears throat> uh, just, we put our money where our mouth is. He is the belt holder, and... Uh, Lummy can show the, the, the fine cameras of that. Uh, he yes. used to be one-way Stein. Now he's super highway Stein. He's the man that single-handedly got our Twitter back. He did. We've been trying for years. And Alex Stein called a friend of a friend. And they got a direct line, line into Elyon. And then it was just like, it was just a big who done it. And so as pessimistic over the years as I've been over Mr. One-Way, I am now such a, I'm a fanboy. Mm-hmm. I'm indebted, indebted to this, to this gentleman. Is he standing by? Yes, he is. Hello, Mr. Stein. How are you, my friend? Hi, Bubba. Pay-per-view because Alex is scared. He doesn't want to get in trouble since he got a strike on his channel, so I'm talking for him. Really? Well, he's not scared. He just doesn't want to get his channel taken down. But he says that there's no need to thank him and that he's going to relinquish the belt to Lummy. No, no, no. He he doesn't have those powers to be able to relinquish the belt. Only, Only Bubba does. 
Yeah. He said he said that he wants to relinquish it. So so he's like he's like a champion who doesn't even want to be a champion. No, I want to be a champion. Just tell him that's a lot of pressure. Oh well, how fitting. I mean. One way Stein. I mean, listen now. You're going to keep the belt for as long as I think that you deserve the belt, and you still deserve the belt. Quit being a little pussy ass martyr. Bitch. He said, "Bubba, I know this is your crown jewel, but I don't even want it." Yeah, I, you know, I mean, I, it's disrespect for you even have that angle, uh, you little he, martyr he bitch. He does want the belt. He does want it. He just can't properly carry it. Well, it's okay. It's it, 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 it's he's displayed. It, yeah, it, he, yeah, we know that he can't physically have it, but he can still have it. You know, virtually and metaphorically, and he is the strap holder. What is he in so much trouble over? Tell him about your strike. He he got a strike on YouTube for talking about uh, trans and kids, and it was just a title on a video that got him in trouble. Of course, right? But. And he's now he's in a lot of trouble, and now is is I guess I'm going to have to talk to you through as a, as an interpreter. <laughs> is he uh, at trouble out with the blaze, or is this a YouTube yeah. thing? We might as well just talk to him. Well, no, this is actually more fun, actually, because I'm talking to an attractive woman. Who oh I, yeah, I know. Who I'm kind of got the hots funny. for. So now, now is he is he, is there problems at the blaze? No, I wouldn't say so. But now he's just, he's just being watched a little bit. Yeah. Oh no. He's, Not too bad though. Not too bad. No. But how long? How long does his uh, YouTube? How long does his? <laughs> He says another positive thing is done for the blaze. <clears throat> what um, how long is his his community standards or bad guy strike last? Two weeks. Uh, it'll be up Sunday, so he'll be able to come back on next week. Yeah. Now, is he gonna you know maybe feather? Like see, I've been telling him pay per view that he needs to feather the gas a little bit, and he's just a little too much. I've been telling him and telling him to back it down a notch, and he keeps doubling down, and this is what happens. Up a nose. That I only have one speed, full speed, and I have a lot of mental health issues. So. He, he only has one speed, and that's full speed. And plus, you know, he has a lot of mental health issues. So, are you still? That's I mean, really I, I, like, you know, are you on the verge of leaving him or anything? Are you guys? Still, are you guys solid? <laughs> yes, we're solid. I, you know, that I would never leave Alex. <clears throat> well, I don't know that. I mean, some guy that who doesn't have a community. I mean, what if like you know Stephen Crowder all of a sudden started talking to you? Yeah, you know what I'm and, and yeah. Alex is off Fresh the playlist. He's, he's no. suspended from YouTube. You know, yeah, let's, let's say that Alex loses it all. He gets canceled. He's like, he, he like Alex Jones is himself. He, he, he's like completely done. And he has to go back to selling cars. <laughs> he's got to go back to, you know, selling cars and putting peanut butter in the valve train so they mm. can get through. And he's <laughs> literally like down on his luck and, you know, having to live, you know, borrow money from his dad and stuff. And would you still stay with him or would you, you know, go over and be with a guy that's got his act together? <laughs> Alex wants me to say no, uh, but that's not the real answer. So, but the, I'll do it. You mean the real an, the real answer is you're out of there. I mean, you're, you're, you you got to I mean, your your man has to have a job and be popular in, in the media social world, or or, or you're or a hot looking chick like you will be able to find somebody. You know, I mean, if Alex loses it at all, uh, then you're you're out of there. Let's just be honest. Love isn't that strong. Mm. <laughs> Strong. It is strong, but I don't know. It, it's actually, I think it might actually be the other way around. I think Alex would be the first one to leave me, if we're being honest. Right, because he, feel he's, he feels he's a failure and he can't live up to your expectations? Part of it, yeah, probably. The shame, the guilt. Right. So at that point, you just let her go and be free, knowing that she needs a good man. Maybe you can send her my, you know, this way. We got some, you know. <laughs> Maybe it's kind of like why the homeless guy doesn't ask for help because they're just too embarrassed, you know? I mean, right. they probably get the help, but they're just so But insane. 
if she does stay with you, that shows you that she's one hell of a woman. Oh, yeah. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, I know. Well, I love Alex. Um, he's a he's a great guy. But hey, I'm just gonna have to say that uh, Alex and that needs to go very soon. And he doesn't hey, want to. Hold on, I got it. I got a way. Hold on, I can. Let me. I can put him We're on probably, protect. Yeah. yeah. Why didn't you tell Lummy, you know my capabilities here. Why didn't you offer him that? Why well, he, well he, technically, I thought he was just, he, you know, since he's on the phone and not on, you know, whatever. He, he's <laughs> oh, oh, I almost blew God. that one out. Let me see here. Oh, oh God, just blew up the here board. We Are we there? Here we go. I, I'm, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to disguise your voice, Alex, and this is not really Alex. No, this is, uh. This is, um. This is Pedro. Oh, God. It's Pedro? This is Dontarius. What's up, bro? Uh, how you doing? <clears throat> I think you're well, yourself. You should know you should call me from a landline, Alex. Or I mean, now now your 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 cricket wireless is in and out. I mean, we got you all disguised up and everything. Nobody knows it's you, and now you're breaking up. Yeah, you know, I got the cell phone. You you never have you never have bad cell phone service. Now all of a sudden you got bad cell phone service. Right when we're getting to the good part, he's just taking you off of his Bluetooth speaker. I wasn't on Bluetooth. I'm talking into the headset. Oh, there you go. I'm hearing some major. Yeah, What do you say? Let me. I can't quite in, in, interpret. He's and, talking now into the phone. He's getting major feedback. <clears throat> oh. Oh, hey, hey. This is not Alex, but he's got a celebrity boxing match of July 22nd in Nashville, Tennessee. Keemstar is doing it. And it's, it's going to be a wild deal. Can he get us tickets? Can, now, can Alex? Uh, if you can, you ask Alex uh, when you see him if he if he could get us tickets if we needed to go. Oh, fr- front row, I'll, dude! I'll even fly you guys out. Who? Uh, I'm, no, I'm, I mean, like you, you'd a- Alex would fly us out when you talk to him. Say that again. I couldn't I mean, hear I, you. I, I, I didn't know that. I was, I'm not talking to Alex. I'm talking to Fred, and Fred knows Alex quite well and can answer for him. Yes, I'm a representative of Alice. And what's your name, what's your name again? What's, what's your name again, Fred? My name's Freddie. All right, Fast Fast Freddie, uh, assistant to uh, Alex Stein. And Fast Freddie saying they got some kind of boxing match going Celebrity down. Celebrity boxing match in July. In July in in Memphis? In, in Nashville, Tennessee, and I'm the lowest card. But I think it's, it's uh, Misfits or something. It's one of these big boxing, so it's like Logan Paul... They're about to send me the details. I got to go and get a Tennessee board of boxing. I have to fill out some forms. I have to get a neuro- neurological check, eye check, and some other. Oh no! You're, no, you're, no, hold on! You're and you're boxing. Well, well, Alex Alex is. No headgear. I mean, Alex is. Yeah, Alex. Alex. Fred. Uh, yeah. Fred. Has Alex been Fred, training? Fred, are you going to be the corner man, Fred? No, I mean potentially you were thinking about maybe you could be the quarterback. No, 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 no. The guy, the guy I'm talking to is working the spit bucket, Fred. Right? Yeah. <laughs> yes, I'm Fred. I'm Freddie. I just clean the toilets here. I just uh, make sure. And you work the spit. You work the spit bucket. Yeah, I'm gonna do the spit bucket. Or you know, really, I'm even less than that. I'll just kind of clean the toilet when he's in the locker room. And you might just end up being. You might just end up driving Alex to the event and have to stay in the car the entire time till Alex is you know wins wins the big match. You know what I'm saying? Well, Alex, Alex lets me go to the McDonald's for thirty minutes and get a milkshake and a hamburger. Uh, but yeah, I'll have to be in the car the whole time. Who's Alex fighting? Who's Alex fighting? Uh, Donnie Ban- <laughs> uh, me see Danny Bonaducci. <laughs> he's fighting a guy named Mo Dean. And you should look him up on TikTok because what he does is he goes and 
and kisses like random celebrities, like a male celebrity. He'll go kiss him on the cheek. Or like John Cena, he's approached. And so he kind of has a troll thing like Alex does. And yeah, I but you see, what you, Fred, what, but what you don't understand, Fred, is Alex actually is a pretty big, big man. He's like 6'3". Wow, hard telling. He's yeah. pretty fat right now. How, he, he no, he's on the, he's he, fat. He's, he's very he, handsome. Yeah, but I know how large Alex no, is. Fred, have you, has, has Alex taken this seriously, and is he training at all, Fred? Well, well he's about to. He just signed up for a membership at uh, Maple Avenue Boxing Gym, but he's Really screwed, but but he's got six weeks. Oh, so the promotion isn't providing any of this stuff for him? No, well, see, Alex is worried about keeping his job, so he's not really worried about the, this boxing match until his job right, is secure. but usually in these, you know, these YouTube boxing deals or celebrity boxing deals, at least the promotion will kind of cover your training costs. Are, are they doing that for Alex? I don't well, know. They, for, for this is Fred, and for Alex, they cover travel. I don't think they've offered any of that, and it's, it's the lowest card, so you get 10K is what Alex is. Oh, for the box well, I mean, that's a hell of a deal. How big is this Modine guy? Can, let me, can, I thought you'd already had it Googled and had me 15 Well, I'm clips trying to make Modine. sure that, you know, this Modine guy is who he He's is. He's not big on TikTok. He used to be on a bunch of other stuff and has been kicked off. Right, yeah, just like first. Alex. Him and Modine and Alex all have a lot. You know, one thing they have in common, the, 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 you know what, this would be the opening match would be called the kickoff match. <laughs> These are two guys that have collectively lost 14 platforms between both of them. Have they announced the fight and, yet? Or uh, no? the, the 10 grand is going to be is going to be the money they would have lost out uh, uh, if they would have been able to still have their YouTube channel. Yeah, that's very accurate, and Alex agrees with you. But uh, they're about to announce the Keen should announce it either today or tomorrow. They overnighted the contract. I guess with the sign that. And once Alex signs that contract, now who's now, as contract. much as as much as Fred, as much as Alex is on the bottom of the card, who's on the top of the card? Like the Jake Paul deal? It's like Bryce Hall. I, I don't even know. They're going to announce it, but there's some big name. I should know all this, but but they they reached out to me two months ago, and they didn't have a match, but they asked me if I was interested, and then now they're throwing me on the card. The the first match, the lowest one, lowest paid. Still pretty good. But still pay. ten grand, man, to go yeah, in there. I mean, I the, is that now with headgear or no headgear? No headgear. What size gloves? Uh, I think fourteen ounce. Yeah, those are pretty big. So I mean, you know, you could, but you, you could, you could easily. All you got to learn is just learn how to jab. If you can just learn to keep your gloves up, and and are you right or left handed? I mean, I'm sorry, well, Fre- Alex Fred. Is right, I'm Al- left-handed. Right, first. right. Alex but is Alex right-handed. Is right. So if Alex just, let me, if you just, Alex being six three, if he just develops that, keep your right mitt up by your face, and then just keep that left one jabbing. Yep. Just do that. that I mean, that will you'll win if you just I, stick to that. Alex has a size advantage for sure. I, I believe. I think the guy is in like he's like around two thirty. Alex is a little heavier. How tall? Than that, how but- tall is the guy? I don't think he. I think it says online he's five eleven. Yeah, but he didn't have. You know, he wasn't also fourth string tight end for USF back in '89 like uh, Alex was. Yeah, he's not. But he's gonna have. He's gonna have a. He doesn't know who I am. He probably just sees you saying big. Or he sees Alex saying big booty Latina, and he doesn't know uh, that he's actually a real killer. I sent you like a fight he like did in the street. So he's the oh, guy on. with hold the, on here. the this backwards is Alex. hat. This is Alex is fighting. The guy with the white. Alex is going to get his ass kicked on this deal. This guy's a straight New Yorker. Yeah. Oh, oh, stand oh he's by. not from New York. He's hold from, on. Uh, he's from the Islamic artist. Body shots. Body shots. I don't know the language on this. Body shots. Uh-oh. 
Come on, come on, come on, come on. Come on, Mo. Come on, Mo. Hey, yo, 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 yo. Hey. He said he's the guy in the hat. Come on, come yeah. on, come on, come on. Yeah. Come on, like he's getting his ass kicked. I don't know, Alex. This guy looks pretty 40 tough. Shots, 40 shots. Yeah, 40 shots. Looks like he sells fentanyl. So, I mean, it's going to be a good <laughs> he's, old time. Looks like he's on Vice, and he, you know, they, when they're on Vice, they put the, like, the masks over the guys and stuff because they're selling, yeah. cause they're selling fentanyl. And, they're selling fentanyl in downtown, you know, uh, Vancouver. Uh, so, I mean, <clears throat> man, Alex, oof. Well, I'll I mean, no, tell him I mean, all Fred. about this. Fred. Or no, Fred, Fred, Fred has, so has, has Alex. Um, so Alex is upset or, or freaked out that he got a strike on YouTube for doing some whatever the hell he did. And then he's a, he, gets, he gets his YouTube back supposedly on, on Sunday. Now, has that, has the blaze, Fred, according to the best of your knowledge, being so close, being, you know, Alex's assistant, uh, has Alex... Has the Blaze talked to Alex about this at all, or is this a non-issue with them, or what? Do you want to answer this, uh, Alex? You want me to this? Yes, he's in a lot of trouble. He's not good. Once again, it's been a well, I mean, I can't understand a word that uh, Fred's saying. Can you? I think he said it's not It's good. not great. It's not great. He's not good. And then, on top of that, some inside baseball that Alex just told me about. Some of the sponsors or the head of the marketing uh, oh, ad sales. Sponsors are pulling. That's not good. No, not yet. I have I have a couple of good ones. The, some stalwarts, Birch Gold, or Alex has them. But that I need to put that. Not me, Fred, but Alex needs to work on, you know, putting the clients over and getting uh, more ad sales. Hmm. Hmm. They're already Blaze is already telling you the ad sale gimmick. That's that's, mm-hmm. that's what it, that's how that's that's the appetizer of firing ad sale. Oh well, yeah. Start with yeah. the ads ad sales and then it's you know we can't. Well, it was constructive criticism. Just take it more serious and give them a better ad or you know da 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 da. Yeah yeah yeah. Yeah. Don't get your uh, don't get your main distribution platform that you have about. Five hundred and forty-nine thousand followers on. Don't get that thing taken away. Yeah, because we had to postpone those ads for the week, so that's why I was kind of a little trouble. Yeah. Alex, that's not good. I mean, I feel your pain. I feel your pain. I mean, I went through all this pain. I've, I've been through all of this pain in my, in my career, where you know I've been you know lost ad sales, FCC violations, blackballed Willie, sex tape Jones. You know, all. I mean, my lord. Well, I hope I make some money for my Look at that hot. I, I want you to do me a favor. I want you to look at that hot blonde with the nicest areolas that are sitting right beside you and know that when you lose it all, she's gone, kid. She's gone. <laughs> Didn't Hollow Notes sing a song? She gone. Yeah. yeah. Well, I'll relay all this to Alex. He's, he's uh, taking a nap right now. He's in bed. But we have uh, you know, a lot of stuff on the right. I'm sure he's you, really no, going to be looking forward to I hope I. Fred. And he wants to properly carry the strap as well. He doesn't want it to be a gimmick, you know, kind of a pity deal. Well, if he still has it by the time the fight comes around. Yeah. Oh, yeah, you can wear it. Oh, wear it. Oh, we're, not, we're not chipping that belt to Nashville, bitches. Mm. Well, one be, of you guys that'd be great exposure. Yeah. Not leaving this building. I'm sure Alex can figure out air. I mean, you know, Alex, guys, I mean, 
The only reason I, the only way I would sell that, send that belt is if one of you guys went. Well, I was, it, and, and you were responsible for getting it back here. You know, I know Fred's got to check in with Alex, but I was hoping Alex could come through because I would, I would make accommodations like I would go. You go? Yeah, okay. I, I got, I got credentials to Creator Clash earlier this year through the show. Like yeah. it's a, like that internet boxing is so stupid, but it's so entertaining well, again Al, uh, yeah, Rhett, Rhett, again, and i'd obviously go root for alex and get us some great content too listen uh on a rat make sure you let me know all the credentials you're spewing out on behalf on behalf of the show you son of a bitch <laughs> no Bubba, don't worry about that this is internet boxing but but red look up who's on the card uh we've been trying to announce they haven't Twitter. announced it yet so but alex, it's, through, it's through happy punch right alex if yeah. if Rhett, if Rhett does go uh will you carry the bubba army belt out to the ring uh, well, this is Fred, but I'm sure Alex would do that. Right. Exactly. Yeah, I mean, that would look. I mean, that would intimidate the guys. Like you know, Alex is the. That's a real belt. He's the champion of something. If I saw that, if I was the opponent, I'd be like, man, that guy got some kind of champion. Whoop somebody's ass to get that. This guy is going to be like. You're going to need all the help you can get from the from what I saw. You're going to need all the help you can get. This guy's pretty solid. Well, Rhett and I can go that day and kind of train up, uh, train up Rhett. Oh, let I mean, me, uh, let me, you Alex. couldn't train up nothing. I did a Brett. boxing match. You trained me. Right. And I won. <laughs> okay. I know that your wife, you know, plunges you nightly. I don't know how manly you really are. Sorry. Oh, so Rhett's manlier than I am? I don't know. You I know just, that's pretty manly, though. You take that as hard. I mean, that shows you strong, powerful to be able to Thank you, Fred. enter something in that strong state. Thank you, Fred. Anyway, Fred, um, tell Alex we're really worried about him. Um, I think this might be the closest uh, uh, of him. I think this is the closest, you know, potential cancel that he's that he's had so far. And I, well, he's all the way sideways, Bubba. I'll tell him. Yeah, he's, he's sideways. Yeah, he's dilated and sideways. Is that what you said? They do this. They call the fentanyl fold. He's kind of in a constant fentanyl fold. His his stomach is hurt. He's constantly. <laughs> Now is he? So, is he? Has he? Does is, does he still? Is he still on the blaze? Yeah, yeah, yeah. You posted your. Uh, I'm sorry, uh, Alex posted his uh, show on there last night, I believe, right? Yeah, we still did. Yeah, he just still did the show. I mean, things are okay. It's just why can't and you, you just got kind of? Do you, do, do you just got kind of a? Does I mean, Fred? Does Alex just kind of have a nervous? There's just kind of a nervous feel going on right now. You know, like. Yeah, like yeah, a lot of uncertainty. Yeah, anxiety, you know, a lot stress. of a lot of uncertainty. You got the sales, you know, team calling you saying that you got a few sponsors. Got to move the ads and so kind of mess some stuff up because you got some better advertisers. And then, and then you get kicked off of uh, fate. You get kicked off of YouTube, which that's a, mm-hmm. that's a pretty good little piece of chunk mm-hmm. of chunk of money mm-hmm. for you. You got your girlfriend over there, hot as hell, but you know she's gone as soon as you lose it all, and you're back to selling used cars. That's right. Well, that, this is Fred. I've always been kind of a janitor, personal assistant, but yes, Alex would have to go back to selling cars. And uh, you know, that's you know, maybe Alex could move to maybe Alex could move to Tampa and like you know be on the show or something. You know, maybe, maybe pay, potentially, pay potentially he might have to. Which might not be a good thing for you, Bubba, because I'm telling you, he eats, and you know this, you tell him, he has overeating You're, issues. He's got all kinds of issues. <laughs> you know, Alex might replace his hot girlfriend with heroin. He's the kind of guy that would do that. <laughs> he would. Uh, luckily, the, I've been sober 17 get, years. Get on, the, get, on the, get on the horse, kid. Alex put been on the desert with a horse with no name. I'm his handler. I can help him do that. Uh, I would if you asked me. 
Well, listen, Fred, uh, we're getting a little late here. Uh, I'm going to have to call Alex personally today, make sure he's okay. I love him so very much, and I hope he's okay. Well, he's probably he's not doing great. He's probably been like 5 out of 10, maybe 4.5. He's been better. Yeah, it's okay. And if, if Fred, you want to text me, uh, you know, pay-per-views number, I wouldn't mind having her so I can help comfort, you know, Alex on the backside, you know. Well, Bubba, listen, if you can figure out to make me 147 mil, Alex will give you all of Free's uh, contact. Oh, so you're saying uh, you you would let me blast pay-per-view if I, you could get Hogan-type money? Yeah, for Gawker, yeah. Let's yeah, do it. yeah. Well, let's I have nothing much to lose at this point. Or for Alex doesn't. This is Fred. I have a lot to lose. I just have right. a kid. You got seven kids, Fred. <laughs> yeah. yeah, six different women. So I got se- that's a country song. I got seven kids with six different women's. Yep. Yeah. Well, listen, Fred. Tell Alex I'll call him today later and talk him off the ledge. I love him, and he's gonna. You know, he, we're we're very proud and honored that he is the champion of our show. Even though he didn't have much of a show left, he can still be the champion of our show. Yeah, and that's true. And, and and Alex wanted me to leave you guys with one thing that he has a lot to talk about with your Twitter and statement and interesting stuff. So look forward to talking to him okay. hearing from him next week. All right, man. Thank Fred, thank you for being the, a great interpreter for the great Alex Stein. Thanks, Fred. And make sure to go follow me, Fast Freddy Gonzalez 13 on Twitter. <laughs> <laughs> He's hit the rattler. What comes next? We can only guess. The Bubba the Love Sponge Show returns after these words. All day, every day. I'm an FTE. Culture after effect. You're my savior. I listen to it in the morning and the night. Keeps me awake all night driving that big rig down the road. Bubba the Love Sponge. We love you, brother. The Bubba the Love Sponge Show. Man, lots of lot to sled through. Lummy from the uh, hot bike, huh? Oh, yes, a lot. Me and Brian were just really. I mean, we're getting ready. We're getting ready. Um, yeah, he did. He was he was like pulling for you, and I was negotiating. And we I started. We, and, and, and Brian will will, will at least be a, will, will at least verify that me and Lummy just agreed upon it. Start negotiation started at fifty fifty. And they ended at 90-10. Did they not? I mean, was the final deal 90-10, Lummy? 90-10. Yeah, okay. I'm sorry, Brian. I'm sorry. The defendant even says that the, the deal in itself before they went into hot mic was 90-10. Yeah, he bid against himself big time. Right. I, I started him out at 50-50, yeah. and he ended himself at 90-10. Don't represent yourself, folks. No. Well, no. Well, I mean, not against me, at least, nonetheless, but when I'm trying to pay you, Okay. So, Lummy, we did agree, like, you know, if you be, if because of this endorsement you're getting ready to do, you turn into a big-time star. And, like, a lot of the places, like, you know, maybe Redline Oil or K&N or some of the places, you know, like, you know, obviously Skag Mowers, uh, you know, Miller Lite, uh, you know, Super Beats, Lightstream, you know, uh, Manscaped, uh, Omaha Steaks, you know, let me all the ones that we endorse, right? Oh, yeah. If all of a sudden they hear this read, because, you know, all the ad companies, when we do reads, we send an air check to them. <laughs> and so they, you know, they, they're they always talking about, hey, you know, the guy, uh, uh, Jimmy Jones in Wichita, he does pretty good for us. You know, anytime we've done stuff with him with only uh, with uh, Omaha Steaks and stuff, he really does good. Well, I mean, I got a reputation amongst a couple of these agencies that we do good endorsements and that the Bubba Army... It's very cult-like, and when we promote something, the Bubba Army goes the best they can and goes and researches it, and if it's something they can use, they use it, right? 
Yes, of course. 100%. So that's why people hire us to be their spokesperson, right? Yes. And that's a, you know, a large, it's actually a, a pretty decent number of our budget. You know, that's a pretty big number. Yeah. That's like our fourth, you know, f- fourth or third uh, highest revenue piece is our advertising, you know, our spoken word endorsements, right? Yes. I'm getting ready for you to do your very first one on your own. And what I'm trying to say is, what if you nail it? And everybody, you know, Tom Bean's calling me and be like, hey, uh, we want to, you know, Manscaped wants to switch over from Bubba over to Lummy. Next thing you know, Lightstream calls. Hey, uh, Bubba, we really, we really, you did a good job, but that Lummy guy, phew, we heard uh, his uh, Get Super Beats commercial and, whoa, can you give me some information on that guy? How much does he cost? <clears throat> and, you know, all of a sudden, Lummy, nobody wants me anymore. And they want you. Promo code Lummy. And so, oh, no. oh, what I want to say, Lummy, is I'm good with that. Uh, but it's going to be ni- all money collected for said endorsements. Our deal, me and yours deal. Yes. Outside of your paycheck, uh, is I get ninety percent and you get ten, and you want the listeners to know that you're perfectly good with that, and you were we negotiated in good faith. I'm perfectly good with that. And then we negotiate. We, we negotiated in good faith with uh, our did, lawyers here. Did you know with our one lawyer, one lawyer who was pulling heavily for you and advising you not to take the deal? Yes. And you overrode his decision nonetheless, and and said no. Ninety ten is good with me, buddy. Give it back to Papa. Give me back to Papa. So okay, and then, so and perfecting this lead is going to be a ten and had a ninety percent. What's that now again? Yeah, I said me perfecting this. Uh, this what? Lead is it's, not going to be good. Okay. Now, Lummy, this is um, get super beats. Okay. Oh, there are yeah. there are the great client now, from human. It's there, ends. Slow down. Slow, slow down, buddy. So this client is Super Beats. Yes, they're fairly new. We just got them a couple months ago. Now we've done we've done really really well. Like a lot of the Bubba Army have gone out and got these Super Beats. Yes, Dan likes them. Brian likes them. Uh, they're even they're even even Anna being the what are you vegetarian the vegan kicker? Yep. Yeah, she likes them. Mm-hmm. Dan eats them. Uh, and let me. So it looks like they're going to be a good client. They also have some different. If they're they're manu- It's the the main company is Human H U M A N N. They make other stuff like a Nero deal and a, and a, do they make a, just a, a really a lot of different products that we're going to probably start endorsing. Uh, but Super Beats is our first one, nonetheless, that we're that we're doing with them. We're still in the Super Beat phase. But, but let me. We're getting ready to get some more business with these great people. Great, awesome, and so. I wanted to give you an opportunity uh, to do an, an endorsement for these people, knowing that they're one of our best clients right now. Yes. And knowing that, you know what, what better what better, better way to treat a new client? And then they give them an option. Be like, you know, listen, Bubba does your reads and you guys get a pretty good response. But would you like to, the, uh, the Bubba show has informed us that they're now offering Lummy for, for endorsement purposes. I mean, that's a pretty big thing. It's a pretty big deal uh, when when the network's now off offering you as a as a paid talent to endorse a product. I, that, 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 that's huge. That, that, that bears a, a big shoulder of responsibility as he takes a sip of his Miller Lite. As uh, Brian is uh, pimping me out for birthday parties online right now. Yeah. <laughs> all those trade l- shows l- too. Let me. All of those deals go what? Do you ninety ten? Hold on. Just hey, not, that's all you need to say, Lummy. Everything, 90-10, except for your paycheck. Okay. I'll still let you keep that. Oh, thank you, Bubba. I appreciate that. But all other opportunities, you know, that are in, g- going to be spoke about on this on these airwaves are going to be 90-10. Okay, buddy? Yes, sir. And these, and so this is Super Beats. Yes. Uh, they're one of our best clients. 
and we're going to give them an option because we're a really good, you know, we're good, we're a good client. And the fact that you now have another alternative, you have Lummy as your potential spokesperson. Oh boy, mm. re- I'm ready. Yep. Oh boy, we want to be super steady, uh, super serving the right, customer, okay. Bubba. Oh, if we didn't oh, tell our great listeners oh. about uh, Super Beats. Okay, hold on, Lummy. We're getting ready here. Ready? Oh, okay. Ready? Ready? Yep. Lummy Super Beats. Take one in action. Bubba, we want to be uh, super serving our great client in superbeats.com. Part of a company, Human, with two N's, H-U-M-A-N-N. We are going to be doing some other products from them very soon. But currently, we have the Super Beats, the Heart Shoes. Brian takes them. Bubba, you take two to four a day. I take two every morning. Dr. Dan loves them. Anna loves them. They're plant-based, non-GMO, no artificial sweetener. Great chew. It helps uh, your heart. It's a heartfelt reason to support your blood pressure. In fact, more than half the U.S. population would benefit from blood pressure support. I know I want to watch Little Walker grow up, and one way I can do that is to keep my blood. Maybe, maybe let me. You could maybe you can take them, being responsible, and then you can call up and say, "What's the youngest that a person can take them?" Because maybe I, I want to get my kid, you know, on these as as, as quickly as I can. Oh yeah, and you know it's going to help me watch Walker grow up and right. keep my blood pressure down. Maybe, so I don't have a know, heart attack. You didn't, if you weren't, if you didn't take Super Beats, you know. Maybe you'd Walker would lose his father. That's right. So, but I'm taking him every day at six a.m. Keep, keep, keep your family together and make sure the father of your family takes super beats so that your son and daughter can have a dad. That's right. Man, that that's some pretty strong marketing, right? If you're on the if you're kind of on the fence, Lummy, about whether you want some super beats or not, that might just put put you right on over. That's it? right. Yeah. And, oh, and if you sorry, Lummy, I interrupt. Oh, I, inter- hey, I, made, I made your you endorsement. Made a great point. I, made, I made your endorsement actually. Funny. Yeah, you made a great point. So sorry. Go ahead. Go ahead. Back up. Uh, and it, uh, well, keep, it, continue. Uh, continue. Number one. Go ahead. Superbeats. Uh, get get superbeats.com. And if you paired with a healthy healthy lifestyle, the antioxidants in superbeats are clinically shown to barely to be nearly two times more effective at promoting normal blood pressure than a healthy lifestyle alone. That shows you how long you went over. Let me like and didn't even get hardly any of the data done at all. The song already run out. And with over 30,000 five-star reviews and counting, Superbeat Heart Shoes are having their moment. They're outselling bounty paper towels on Amazon. All right, let me, so, let me just jump jump right on down to the final line, you know, the big, the last little little bit there. I think you, yep. I think you, orga- I think you organically got, you know, get superbeats.com. I think you organically kind of shoestrung it into that. Yes, I did. Superbeats.com. That, that, that word salad that you just put together. So now, now for the final kicker, and I think you got the... You got the, the disclaimer in there as well. Yes. So now for the big high spot, you know, let's kick out and go home, kid. Ready? Go ahead. Double your double your potential with Super Beats Heart Shoes. Get a free 30-day supply of Super Beats Heart Shoes and 15% off your first order by going to GetSuperBeats.com and using promo code Bubba. The, don't they ask you to spell that? Yeah, G-E-T? that's the next one. All right, go on. So, so, so. That's Get, G-E-T, Super, S-U-P-E-R, Beats. B-E-E-T-S dot com. Promo code Bubba. B-U-B-B-A. Get superbeats.com today. Use promo code Bubba. Thank you, human. Superbeats. Great client. And we're going to be doing a lot more for him. And thank you for Bubba Army for supporting our great clients. Now over to you, Bubba. I think he did as good as could be expected. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Thanks, Brian. <laughs> Damn, Lummy. I mean, you know, it was it was not going so good. Yeah. And then and and then you just brought it home. 
I mean, you just, you were, you, I mean, you were really doing bad, and then you just hulked up, tore your shirt off, and tore the house down, Lummy. Give, give yourself a, I don't know, what would you consider that, Lummy? Like a real super good one? Like what category do we got? It's be- what's better than a pop? Do we got better? I mean, definitely it was a pop, but is there anything else? Like, you know. Like a nailed a it? A pop with an attaboy backside? I don't know. Do we got anything a pop? I mean, let me look. I'm trying, to help, I'm trying to help you. There you go. You multiple points. A pop and an honest date point in the fan markets are only positives. No. Uh, just. I'll give myself a pop. Just make, make it just a sing- make it a single pop, okay? That's all we got. Thank you, Barbara. <laughs> It is. It is. I'm here for the sponge. Mate. It's all about mate. It's got to be Bubba. I laugh (laughs) so hard. Bubba the Love Sponge. The Bubba the Love Sponge Show. the car listen to Bubba the Love Sponge. Oh. Love you guys. Gotta be Bubba. Wondering who he's gonna yell at next. Yeah. <laughs> People from all facets of life can relate to this show and that's why I like it. I love it. I can't get enough. Bubba the Love Sponge. Exactly. <laughs> You're listening to the Bubba the Love Sponge show. Man, this bizarro world that we live in. Why would you wanna not why would you not want to go to one of our forums? Uh kick, rumble. Uh, YouTube, uh, now Twitter as well, all at the Bubba Army, and listen to the show via our streaming services because you can hear Hot Mike. Now you can also go to Bubba Army Radio. I don't think TuneIn. I think TuneIn plays the commercials of the affiliates. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Like I don't think TuneIn plays the Hot Mike. Do they? I think they play a little bit of the commercials. Uh, it will depends if how you listen to it because some people do listen uh, tune in to yeah, the Bubba Army. Yeah, if you, like, if you listen to like Florida Man Radio, yeah, things like that. <clears throat> so anyway, make a long story short: if you're not listening to our hot mic segment, you've got to somehow find a way. However, you listen to the show, you're going to have to be able to try to figure out how to listen to the hot mics, and those are when we break down the eight, to- the seven times that we break. <laughs> And for this, and we're gone for six minutes and twenty seconds while you're hearing regular commercials on your on your radio station. Uh, if you are listening to us on the the by the various means that I spoke of earlier that I want I, I want to go through again, you can hear what we're talking about in the uh, on air. I'm sorry, in studio, but off air, like we like talking about just life or just whatever, <clears throat> just the way people talk at work when they're not on the air. You know, obviously, you do. there's some things that we can talk about on the air. Then when we turn the mics off, it's like showbiz. And then when you turn the mics off, now we can kind of say, hey, hey, Lummy, you know, whatever. Man, the, the, the conversations we have, Lummy, we've now negotiated you down to 90, 10. Per, Lummy, first of all, it, unbeknownst to me, and I can't make this very long. This is going to have to go over to the after show. All of this, Lummy, we're going to open the after show up with. Okay. Yeah, I don't. I don't even necessarily know that I'm going to get it. I'm, I'll, I'll give you a small little. I'll give you the tip of what we're talking about right now. And get then the shaft you, you know, the after. Oh, show. you're going to get the shaft and the and 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 the testicles and and maybe yeah, the so, and, and maybe and maybe uh, <laughs> sticking it gonna, all. You're going to get. You're going to get. I'm going to make your. I'm going to. I'm going to. I'm going to get you pregnant. <laughs> fun to scary real gonna, quick. Uh, you're just going to get the tip now, but I'm going to get you pregnant over at the other place. Okay. Okay. Get ready. And so, here's the tip. And if you want to get pregnant, come over to uh, youtube.com forward slash the Bubba Army or Facebook or uh, or Lummy or uh, Bubba Army Radio.com. Oh, yeah. 
or the Bub Army app. So come over there. The water's warm. What are you giggling about over there, Brian? Don't worry about him, Lummy. Worry about your own self. I'm reading chat, and I'm just thinking to myself uh, how you're <laughs> Never oh, no. mind. It's funny. So Brian starts a side Thank hustle. for it. All of a sudden, I get ready. Um, by the way, we're getting ready to leave the show. So sorry. Go, go to our other places to hear. Again, I'm going to I'm I'm tip you. I'm going to tip you nice. But you're going to want those shafts, and you're going to want to Well, you're going to want to get knocked up is what you're going to do. Yeah. So come get, come get knocked up. Uh, and we're going to do, we'll start the the mating process exactly at 1030. So, Lummy, it's a hard 1030. Okay? Yes, 1030. <clears throat> Lummy, you know what? We should put the after show on Twitter, too. Shoot, don't you think? Yep, I was just texting Rhett that, and he says, yeah, if you want to, yeah, let's do go. it. Thanks, Lummy. No problem. So, first of all, Lummy, what was the, I, I, I got I to gotta, I gotta go here, but what was the official score, scorecard of today? Today's champion would be Babyface at plus four. Plus four. Yeah. That's a strong, you know, like, when's the last time somebody had a plus four for the day? Again, you're supposed to have all this stuff calculated right there in your New Testament. Uh, looks like the closest that it has been was... Uh, is the plus four a record? It looks like it is a record. Hmm. Closest looks like it was... Will you, will you, will you, will you secure these stats for... for yeah, I will, I will do that after right the show. So right. I have the highest and lowest scores ever in the history of the show so far. Right. Got yes. range. It's pretty right. good. So for today, specifically, what, what do you have, Lummy? Take it away. I have uh, Babyface, a plus four. Uh, Lummy, plus two. Lummy, uh, you are a plus two. Yeah, plus two. All the turmoil you went through today. I, I still rose above it. Plus two is a big turnaround. Anna, plus one. Yes. And Rhett, minus four. Ugh. Oh, Rhett. Not a good showing from you today. What did, what did, he, what did he do to piss me off today? I forget. You want to be reminded? in the middle of a segment <laughs> oh, yeah. and cleaned up some water. He's trying to talk about Twitch and you left. I got my spell. He's like your online content expert, brought up the subject and left. You know, you might want to find us via hot mic because of Anna's parenting. Oh, my God. Every can't break. help it, Bubba. It's just She's got Bubba Tourette's. She does. Like she, I sing the songs in my car not, alone to like, you. Like on the air, she as you, I mean, she does it a little bit on the air, but off the air, like she, she'll want to say a bad word about somebody on chat, and so she turns into me. Yeah, I, I, I dumped that. I don't necessarily think that, that was necessarily enunciated as, as as clearly as it could have been. So sorry. Okay. Um. So Lummy, uh, nonetheless, that's that. Thank you for the scorecard. Yes, no problem. Um, tomorrow, Friday, we'll have a complete week rundown, will we not? Yes, we will. No. So what you have to do, Lummy, like in like five minutes before the show ends, you're going to have to like calculate it all together based on Friday's day input. You know what I'm saying? Yes. Yeah, all right. I'm going to have it all ready to go. Okay, thanks. No problem. Thank you. I got my abacus. So uh, as I say goodbye, and we're going to give you the tip, here's what Brian has started. Uh, Brian has started a because Lummy absolutely nailed the Super Beats uh, endorsement. We're already hearing back from our sponsors that it's going to be a mass exodus uh, for Bubba to be your spokesperson. We want Lummy to be our spokesperson. We want that slow adult feel. I mean, you know, l- listen, as much as, you know, like, like for instance, Brian, you know, the Victoria's Secret deal. You know, it used to be just the hottest of chicks. Now they're putting big girls on there, right? Not yeah. Well, maybe, maybe. Maybe not even girls. Maybe, big girl. maybe clients are like, you know, maybe we don't want the sharp, you know, smooth talking guy. We want the slower adult feel, right? Yeah, we're going for a certain audience. Yeah, but, but, yeah, but that means. Yeah, American. Yeah, um, you know, yeah, the average American. <laughs> and they're like, oh, my God, that guy's so cute. He's so, I've, that guy's so funny. Oh my God, I like that guy. 
gonna do whatever that guy tells me to do. I'm gonna buy this. I'm, you know what? I'm gonna, I don't even need heart shoes, but I'm buying some. I like that guy. He's stupid and slow, but he's so lovable. Got good blood pressure. So Brian now, <laughs> Brian now is booking Lummy for birthday parties and bar mitzvahs and appearances, trade shows. And, uh, and mowing grass, and oh yard work. God. It doesn't matter. You want to pay him? Pay him. So, like, if, if if I needed my back lawn mode and I wanted to pay two hundred and fifty an hour, I could hire Lummy to come and mow my back lawn. Or if I just wanted him to sit, you know, in my patio in his underwear and drink Miller Lights with me, as long as I'm paying two fifty an hour with a fifty dollar transportation fee. Lumpy, Lummy is bookable. Lumpy is too. Lumpy. <laughs> is, is, Lummy, is, Lummy, is Lummy bookable, Brian? Are you setting, are you, are you setting up that template? Lummy is open for business. We've got a clear calendar. So, well, we got about eight dates that people in chat and, want. And you've already, Lummy, you already got eight bookings. We're going to get into your bookings and how people can book you. I'm tipping you now. But Thank you. George Zimmerman, 25 on and, the Venmo. Including every time you go out, Brian makes. About 5% more than you. Perfect. Thank you, Brian. You cut your own deal. <laughs> Thanks for letting me finish. You've been listening to the Bubba the Love Sponge Show, starring me, Bubba the Love Sponge, co-host and show historian, Lummox, co-host Anna Hummel, co-host Dr. Dan Diaco Esquire of Council, co-host Jay Diaco Esquire, the Spitting Cobra of Council, Rhett the Filthy Ginger video editor. Yeah, back here wearing up. It's Mini Macho. The BRN agent, Thomas Buttoned Up B. And for everything else, go to thebubbaarmy.com. Now, time for the legal disclaimer. Exactly. The Bubba the Love Sponge Show is intended solely for the enjoyment of our listening audience. Any rebroadcast, retransmission, or other use of this show without express written consent of the Bubba Radio Network is prohibited. We must dissuade him of this delusion. <laughs> Until next time, always remember. I repeat hello. Oh.